Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today for conversations and support for targeted individuals. Today is Sunday, July 9, 2017, and I'm your host, Renata. We actually started the call already, but I forgot to officially um, start recording. So for those listening to this recording, you missed um, the prayer. And uh, Dee from Brooklyn opened us up with the scripture, which was uh, Psalm 55. So read that when you have time. Um, so I just want to welcome everyone to the call, especially if you're new to the call. Thank you for joining us. Please press star eight if you would like to speak. If you don't have to talk long, we would just like to say hello. And uh, thank you to everyone who's here today. I started the call a little bit late, and I do apologize for that. Um so just want to, again, welcome everybody and hope that uh, this call exceeds your expectations. Uh, the purpose of this call is to – oh, you guys can't hear me? Can anybody hear me? Someone just sent me a text saying you guys can't hear me. Can you guys hear me? I'm not sure why. Let's see. Type in the chat room if you guys can hear me. Oh my gosh. Okay, okay uh, D, I think it's your phone because the chat room says they can hear me. Thank you, Lynn. Let me see. Let me let him know. I think it's his phone. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to go on. Um, Lynn in the chat room says that you guys can hear me. So thank you. Thank you, Lynn. Okay, so um, I think I was doing the welcome. Okay, so the purpose of this call is to process what's happening to us, to, to just talk about it, just get it out of your system. Um, that can just help you to feel better. It can uh, help you to get a better understanding and can also let you know that you are not alone, that there are so many people going through the same thing. I did nothing to deserve this. None of us did anything to deserve this. Um, so we are trying to build a support system for one another. So hopefully this call will offer everyone the support that we need to get through this, to um, to learn to, to uh, find ways to move forward with all of this because we can't just stay there and die. The scripture says, why sit here and die? Ye of little faith, okay? So we have to learn to build our faith, um, allow the Lord and the Holy Spirit to, uh, to, to teach us, to guide us through this, and uh, just to know that somehow, some way, God is in this because I don't believe that anything happens without God allowing it. So in my mind, this is um, a 
yet another testing of my faith. And uh, we have to just be determined to pass all tests and just to get through this and to know that others are there for you as you go through this. Okay? I've been intending to give my email address at the beginning of this. So if anyone wants to email me, my email address is R-E-M-U, the number two, at hotmail.com. Okay? So, again, welcome, everyone. Uh, last week was the 4th of July. I hope you guys had a great 4th of July. Mine was pretty good. It was hot. Uh, we did go to see fireworks, went to a different place than we usually go, and it was it was good. It was pretty good. So I hope you guys had a good um, 4th of July as well. Last week, uh, Simone, I'm not sure if she's here. I have to go back over to my uh, board here to see if she's here. But Simone um, mentioned that she is starting a buddy list. So hopefully you guys will uh, sign up for that, If you, especially if you feel like you need someone to talk to or if you are uh, living in isolation and you don't have anyone checking on you um, or you just want to meet someone new, sign up for uh, Simone's buddy list. And I don't, she'll give us her email address again because I don't, I don't know it right off. But if you haven't had a chance to do that and you remember her email address, please send her an email and put a buddy list in the subject line so she'll know, <clears throat> she'll know right off. Oh, I wrote it somewhere, I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll we'll get her um, email address before the end of this call, okay? And please sign up for that. Okay, yeah, I don't know what I wrote it on. Okay. Okay, let's see. Our group challenge last week, because we're doing group challenges now, so our group challenge was to read a um, read a Bible chapter every day. We're going to try to read one chapter every day. So um, interested in knowing how that went for everyone. We'll talk about that in the last hour. So just bring that to the forefront of your thoughts. Also, um, our other new piece on this call is what's good. So we're going to start sharing some good stories and not always talk about uh, doom and gloom because we all have something good that happened in our life if we look. And the more we deal with all these traumas that are put before us day after day, day in, day out, all day long, the further the good things go to the back of our memory. So the goal of this uh, little piece that we're doing on this call called What's Good it's just to bring some of that, that good stuff to the forefront of our mind so it does not get buried. Because there there is some good things. I mean, we woke up, that's that's good. I know some people don't feel that's good, but it is good. You woke up for a reason. Uh, the sun is shining. Some people like the hot weather. It's too hot for me, but <laughs> the hot weather might be good. So it could be something that small or it could be something really big to happen in your life. Um, we'll also talk about that in the last hour, but I just want to put that out there so you can be thinking about um, something good that is going on for you. Okay. Now, let's see. What was the question of the day today? 
The question of the day. Question of the day is designed to um, to just you know to just provoke thought and to um, also help those who may not uh, talk very much because I know, believe it or not, I used to be like that and still can be really introverted. I talk a lot on this call because I, I do the call, but in my private life, other than family, I really don't talk that much. Um, and so the question of the day is designed for people like that who, you know, may want to work on talking in front of people um, or just exercising your power to talk. Because this program, I noticed, it will silence you. It really will. It will silence you if you allow it to because you don't have, number one, all of a sudden you don't have very many people to talk to. Um, seems like when you do talk to people, they don't listen, you know. So these questions are just designed to be thought-provoking and just to kind of kind of get us talking, okay? So the question of the day today, I was thinking how um, this this program can be just a bunch of doom and gloom. But as I said, there there is light, you know, and, and every day there's a little piece of light. We just kind of have to search a little harder to find it sometimes. Um, so the question of the day is, is it possible to have a good day as a targeted person, or is every day just a dark, gloomy day? Can you have a good day? Have you had a good day since you've been targeted? I mean, realistically, because, I mean, a lot of things happen in our day. Um, but I, I had a couple of really good days last week, and that made me just think about the fact that we have to make a conscious effort to make a good day, okay? We have to create a good day. And sometimes we have to go out of our way to create a good day. And we cannot allow people to dampen our parade and not have a good day. You know what I mean? Like with everything going around us, we can still have a good day. Okay, so we, we got out, we did some things, did some family things, and it was fine. Had, I had a really good day, a couple of days last week. So that's the question of the day. Is it possible to have a good day? And just be honest, because maybe maybe it's not for you, and that's okay. Well, it's not okay, but it's okay to say that, to be honest. Okay, start eight. Hello, Texas. Hey Renata, this is Tune. I was just I was just trying to let you know that yeah we did hear you earlier when uh you were asking did we hear you that's all. Oh thank you very much. If someone sent me a, a text and said they couldn't hear, but I think it was their phone. Yeah. Okay, and how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good, thank you. Yeah. Um, would you like to answer the question? Is it possible to have a good day? Oh, yes. When the Lord wakes you up and lets you understand what's going on, and you have a good day. Okay. You know, I think the hardest part is when you don't understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. That's, I think that's when it's the most difficult. But now that I understand, uh, I, I guess you deal with it a whole lot better. Because when mm-hmm. you're in the game and you don't know the rules, well, that's kind of frustrating. Mhm. So now that I know, and uh, 
I guess one thing I did uh, this past week, I uh, I guess I felt a little different. Uh, but I started taking it. I got me some of those uh, black seed oil gel caps. Uh-huh. I, and I started taking those. Because I know we had talked about, was it last week we talked about them? Or it was mentioned on the call? And mm-hmm. uh, I heard about it before that, but I kind of just kind of blew it off. Then it came back around again. I said, let me try these things out. So. I guess they they do help a little bit. That's good. So I, Very good. Yeah, was, I, I've uh, been taking the, taking those that I got off of Amazon. Okay, that's great. Uh, that was Anita that that shared that with us. I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, we have to do things like that to get our system clean and any anything that will aid us to. Feeling better and doing better. Yeah, con- and constantly exercising and having a, uh, I guess, a, a decent diet. I don't know what a good diet is these days with so much stuff that they put in our food, but, yeah, just try to eat right and exercise. That always helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I still have to get there, but you're right. Hey, just go for a walk. That's all you got to do is go walk. You ain't got to do nothing crazy and all this other stuff, but just go walk, and that helps, just walking. That's true. And that I do. I do walk. I walk yeah, on my lunch. So. Yeah, that is true. That is a form of exercise. I just know mm-hmm. I need to step it up some. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing. And also, if you uh, could get Simone's email for us, that would be great so we can, I guess, get on the buddy thing and see how goes. Yeah, I will. I will. Um, Simone, if you're here, start eight. I forget which um which you know. comes in. Oh. Okay. okay, thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. Star eight, if you would like to speak. Is it possible to have a good day or does your day get ruined um every day with the targeting? That can happen. That actually that's their goal, is to make sure you have a bad day. But can you override that? Have you been yes, successful in trying to override that? Hey, Dee. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. I can hear you now. <laughs> okay. I um I I do my best to override it. And, you know, like I said earlier before the recording was started, I was talking about uh, the book of Psalms, chapter 50, 55, Psalms 55, because I pray that a lot. And um, I say over this past week or so, well, I forced a good day. I forced many good days because I left my domain. And thank God that I have connection a decent family. No, not decent family, very good family because I'm out here at my mother's house. And I'm on the beach enjoying the sea air that I need and it's been helping my body. And um, I'm not sitting up there in that cooped-up apartment in the heat dealing with my disgusting um, neighbors because, uh, you know, we all live in flats and we have to deal with the targeting right there in our home. And when I'm home, I force good days anyway because um, I was thinking about it earlier today because even though I go through a horrible amount of targeting, I live on the fifth floor of my building, and I got a direct view of the west, and I'm able to see a sunset every night when 
the um, sky is clear. And, and, and I enjoy that because I sit down and I give thanks when the sun is setting, as well as give my vitamin D on when I'm sitting in the window. And, and it's like little things that I have to do to make sure I brighten my day. And, and um, I'm looking at it right now because I'm a cannabis user. And one of the things that has helped me control my pain from the target and, and the purpose to know it is um, they want to keep me and so many of us on pain management. If you got the insurance and the primary care, that'll hook you up with pain management pills. And in my case, because of my background, medical history, I'm able to get pain pills, and I haven't been wanting them for the past few months. And it's been because of my understanding of this targeting and me seeing what it's doing to the folks in the big cities, like where I'm at in Brooklyn, New York. You know, and I text Renard a, a story that we just had yesterday. We had a suicide by a, uh, a pedestrian versus a city bus. We got people wigging out in front of us while we're sitting in the street waiting for our bus. They're jumping in front of our trains, in front of our buses, killing themselves. Mm, mind control. That's it. And I know what it is because they did this to me as a teenager. They were trying to get me to jump in front of the trains and buses using depression using this energy. I never knew that they can hit you with a beam and bring your energy down to the point where you feel low, 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 but you don't know why. And if mm-hmm. you don't have a grasp of your your um your your inner your inner strength to know what it is and like like the other brother said, you know, like to understand the rules of the game. Mm-hmm. And it's so sick that, you know, you have to refer to it as a game, but that's what they refer yeah. to it. I first tell me this yeah. We got you in the game, and and um, we got all your 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 health keys. You know, I don't want to get technical. This is stuff Neil talks about on this call tonight. But um, my blessed days, I always make sure I try to have them because you gotta have, you gotta bring some goodness within all of this darkness. It can't be darkness all the time. Because there's so many people, especially if you're in big cities, and you seeing the homeless out here, and you seeing the people out here, and you know it's targeting but they don't know it, and they're, they're suffering. I pray for those folks, the people that I see on the subway bummed out. You know, so I'm grateful, and I just want to let y'all know, you know, I'm I'm blessed today, and I'm having a good day. So, you know, I hope I answered the question, because I am. I'm having a good day today, and I'm glad I made it on the call with you. Very good, Dean. Now tell us about this lady. I haven't read the article. Um, what exactly I, happened? Well, I... I it happened on the block that I live on. It's just a mile north from my apartment building, but it's along the bus route that I use. And uh-huh. this is the very bus route that runs next to the county hospital that has the major mental health facility, Kings County Hospital Center. And this is very – I was in there once when the neighbors called the cops on me. So I've been through their psych unit for overnight stay for, you know, them checking me out real quick. So I know the facilities are there to help the people, but these programs are so prevalent in my neighborhood because they know that I could see them and they could see me. They target the people heavily in Crown Heights and in um, 
Flappish, Brooklyn, where I'm at. And here's another thing, because I know you're on the West Coast. You haven't heard any of our news. We had an officer assassinated while she was sitting in a Melbourne command unit up in the Bronx July 4th. The night of July 4th, we had a wind and I'm calling it as I see it, they, a wind-up tour because this dude was requesting mental health. And they found out he went into St. Barnabas Hospital four days before he killed this cop, requesting okay. mental health because he was hearing voices. He was complaining of schizophrenic ideations. So we have two news stories here in New York City with an NYPD officer being assassinated by a mental health dude and a lady that killed herself up under a New York City transit bus by jumping up under the back wheels. Mm. So in our big city, everything is rammed up heavy, heavy because they're bringing in the 5G. And the 5G is all over the place now because we got the routers up on the sidewalk. They got the links, Wi-Fi. Um, uh, they're like kiosks that broadcast Wi-Fi onto the sidewalk so you can, have, you know, you could be like, on, you know, walking down the street on your cell phone picking up Wi-Fi and you got the super fast 5G speed. It's not like the slow library speed. These people are getting high-speed Internet on the sidewalk. So we're bathed in it now. We're bathed in the 5G frequency all in the inner city. And they're running, they're programmed on the people. You actually can see the people tuned up. And if you really, you know, like some of us TIs, we understand what to look for when we see this type of activity happen with the coordination of the perps. And mm -hmm. I watched them. It's it's sad. It really is sad because you're trying to go about your day and at the same time keep yourself safe because you can have a bum wind up, wouldn't even be thinking about you, but all of a sudden get zapped in the head and he's tuning into you and looking at you while you pass and going down the subway stairs and he decides to push you for no reason. And you realize, okay. no, this bum don't know me, but he just was tuned up to target me. And this is what I go through walking through New York, I have people that I've never seen, don't know, but they'll talk to you, they'll walk to you, pass you, and you, you really think like you're in some type of horror show. You know, like right. that movie Get Out? I finally saw the movie Get Out, too. You know, That was another one of your topics a few weeks back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wasn't that movie something else? Oh, yes, because it, it, it just basically gave me a little insight on what they have in store for us on the medical end if they decide to want to swap out our body parts. I believe it's already happening. I, I really no, do. No, it, it's not only already happening. It's a part of my targeting. I have, I have perps talking to me, telling me that they're doing this. And not only they're doing this, they're connected to the merchant marines. So they're able to snatch people stateside and bring them on freighter ships and take them out of the country through human trafficking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, so I could go on and on and on because I don't want to eat up all your time. But, you know, all I'm saying is you got to make the day for yourself no matter what's going on or they'll lead you into the most disgusting depression where you'd be too low to pick yourself up and you would need help to bring yourself out of it because they literally mm -hmm. want you trying to kill yourself. 
And I'm like, no, that's why I get on my Psalm 55 real quick when the neighbors is working at me because they'll tell you everything. They tell me, you know what, they tell me that, how they trying to hurt my mother. And I constantly talk about this. Anybody you love in your life, they will beam in your head that they're poisoning them, that they're messing with their vehicle, that they're waiting yeah. on the road, crashing it. You know, I be waiting for her to call me, and they're beaming in my head like we're on the football, getting ready to T-bone, like she ain't coming on tonight. Awful stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to traumatize you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's all it is. It's a trauma-based infrasound. And I go through this because I, I have heavy V2K. V2K, V2K, but you know what? I'm going to play, what was it, uh, Tamala Man he was playing? Yes, that was Tamala Man. Yes. Oh, yeah, because I got, I got a couple of her albums, too. I'll be playing her later. Mm-hmm. So bless you, sweetheart, for playing her, because I recognize that artist. I'm going to play her later. Oh, my gosh. And play um, also her song, Take Me to the King. Maybe I'll play that towards the end of this call. She has okay. a very powerful voice. You know, um, music really helps. It really helps concentration. It helps with the voices. It helps with all of that. So any any kind of genre that you guys prefer, um, uh, just consider music because music is I'm a, a universal language and it's beautiful. I listen to Prince, and even though I'm, you know, because I'm only 41 years old, I basically was born with the man's music. I didn't start mm-hmm. understanding what he was saying until like five, ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Prince, Prince, Prince is talking about all of this in his music. Any of y'all that into Prince? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Prince talks about this. It, it, he surprised you because you know he coming with his he come with his his weirdness, but it's not weird. It's just his style. And then as he got older, he just was telling you, "Yo, this is real." This is what they're doing, and my family's involved, too. He actually was saying in his music how his family's involved in it, his own blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so. Thank you, Dee. Um, before no you go, there, uh, I was just re- I'm going back to thinking about this um, poor lady who threw herself in front of the bus. That's, that's so sad. And you hear about uh, people throwing themselves in front of trains and things like that, and it's just not normal. Like, the suicide rate is so very high, and a lot of this is done with directed energy. So this is just a little snippet I'm reading from something off of StopTheCrime.net. Um, it says, in 10 to 30 years, stress reactions of human beings living under high-voltage wires and over underground power lines have casually led to cancer, or other internal diseases, including deep depression and suicide. The adrenaline cortex becomes exhausted, the endocrine system uh, erratic. In offices with their computers, um, lightning, telephones, and fax machines, the EM fields um, forces the neurotransmitter, I don't know how to say this word here, Oh, Lord, I'm about to uh, skip that word. Um, To emit subliminal distress signals, blood pressure and brainwave patterns change, and blood uh, trialicide levels go up. Harbingers of stroke, heart attack, and, oh, gosh, they have a lot of words here. I don't know how to pronounce. Um, Artery sclerosis. Stress responds, um, desynchronized biocycles, interference with cellular metabolism and growth process. And then it says the list, hang on, I have to scroll up. The list goes on cultivating and genetic alteration of future generations. I'll put this link in the chat room. Um, I just wanted to read that. 
to say that uh, the weapons that they use on most people, I believe, not only people who are specifically targeted, but most people, uh, it can cause thoughts of suicide and it can actually cause suicide. And for those who, um, of those of you who do not know, some of the medications can also cause um, suicide and homicide. And if you read that small print on some of these medications, especially these psychiatric drugs, you will see that it says it can cause suicide and homicidal thoughts or or the actual, are people actually following through with those um, thoughts. And so um, be careful about what, what you guys are taking. Read that fine print. Do your research before you just allow the doctor to give you these things because people take some of these medications and then they kill themselves or they go and they harm others. I want to say something real quick. Okay, before you do, before you do. Okay, go ahead. Okay, hold your thought. Um, okay, I will. Simone, Simone did give her, give me her, uh, send me, text me her uh, email address. So you guys don't let me forget to give it to you because I know people are asking um, for the buddy list. So I'll give that to you guys. But also, Simone texted me. She's listening, but she can't call in. So hi, Simone. <laughs> she says. Hi, Simone. Um, she says, OMG, I wish I could talk. She says, D is on point. Ask him, did he read about the man who stepped in front of the F train at J Street? Oh, man, not only that, but the, the, the one that stepped in front of the F train, there was another one that did it at 125th last week. There was like, I know what she's talking about because there was like five people that committed suicide last week. And it was all before the July 4th holiday. And it just, because I sit here and read the New York Daily News on the web because I'm not getting all the news on a major network. So you got to read the tabloids and get into your little um, county websites because that's where you get all the real information at. Um, mm-hmm. But to put that aside, this is what I've done when the medications, I did not want to do anything dealing with psychotropic medications, but I wanted to bring up my energy out of depressive state. Mm-hmm. I went and got a hold of Trader Joe's chocolate. Five bucks, if you have a Trader Joe's near you, you go get you one of them big-ass chocolate bars. And if you like dark chocolate, get the dark chocolate better. And then you get you some peppermint oil, the real peppermint oil, essential oil. And you mix that peppermint oil, a couple of drops in whatever favorite tea. I even put it in my coffee. Let me tell you, the peppermint oil did the job. Peppermint oil is some of the best antidepressant out here. If you if you don't like peppermint really? oil, really, I've never uh, heard that. Okay, thank you. It is. Let me tell I you know, even even let me we we put it to work when my mom's dog died on my birthday week, and mm-hmm. I was pissed because this was right after Hurricane Sandy. You know, we knew the dog wasn't gonna make it because the dog held us through the hurricane. But you know, she was the old pooch, and we were getting ready to lose her. So anyway, mom was down, I was down, and I immediately knew what to do. I brought her over some of the peppermint oil, and I already had chocolate in the mix coming over later on that same week. But I told her, I drilled, I said, drink this, put a couple of drops in whatever tea, and it'll help you feel better, you'll feel up. And me advising her was mainly for me because she did it a little bit. I was the one that really needed it because I was upset. I really was upset and didn't even have nothing to do with targeting. 
But then later on, listening to y'all, I found out that the dog died because of the targeting. Same thing Lynn, who is on this call, she's in the chat room. She'll tell you how they torture her uh, her cat. So yes. yeah, mm-hmm. and it's to see them burnt up till they got tumors. And and I was telling mom, I said, yo, you know, Bree got a tumor up under her armpit, and she knew it's just you know when you are bombarded by uh, bills purposeful because when they know there's something important that you need money for, they will make sure everything around you decays to the point you can't get your money together for what you need. You got to replace incidental items like getting a new microwave or fixing the gas line or doing this and doing that when you know you need it for medical, and they're good at that. So, you know, she, my mother's always taught me about getting up on the essential herbs, nutrients, minerals. Do that first before you go to the pharmaceuticals. And and it's helped me. It, it's helped me so much because, uh, listen, I used to be opiate dependent, and I came back from crack cocaine. And, I mean, me using as a teenager because this is how the targeting had me. They had me as a young teenage crackhead. And you're going to do whatever you got to do when you got unusual pain in your body you can't explain. And, and then to figure out how all of our all of our inner-city neighborhoods, you see these young kids now that are half my age, they're doing the same thing that I used to do. They're looking for drugs. Now, understanding why, because their bodies is being burnt up. I mean, you know, and then, and then when they can't take it anymore, what do they do? It's a young 30-something that jumps in front of the train. And, and my heart breaks because that, that was me years ago. They was trying to get me to jump in front of the A train out here. And I had to pray. I had to go to treatment. I had to go to the psych hospitals. I got targeted in New York Presbyterian Hospital. They was playing games. But I had to get through the whole program. Had to. And I know a lot of y'all got horror stories being in the medical institution. So, you know, my heart go out to you, you know, because I don't want to eat up the court too much more. But all I'm saying is try it out for yourself, the peppermint oil and good organic chocolate. You feeling down, eat some of that, you feel a little bit better, and do it on a regular basis, you won't have to be in such a downward, downward situation, even when they're hitting you with the um, the frequency, because I, I have to. I, I have to. And then, you know, in legal states, even if you it ain't legal, you know, I have to do cannabis too. So, you know, whatever works for you, do it. Keep your Keep your energy up from the downward crap that they do to us. All right, I'm good. I do, I do get the dark chocolate from um, Trader Joe's. They have them in like peanut butter cups, uh, yeah. dark chocolate, and they're uh, they're only ninety nine cent. You get probably like ten of them in there, and you only need one because dark chocolate is a little rich. But um, I have not tried the peppermint oil. Thank you for that. I will definitely be trying that. And the thing is, everything we need, God put it here already. It's here, right here on this earth. It comes from the earth. But because the pharmaceutical industry makes trillions of dollars off of us, you know, they want to keep everybody addicted to to their pills, especially their pain pills, their sleeping pills, their whatever. And yeah. most of the time, if you ask your doctor about natural remedies, they don't want to tell you. That's because they they not they not benefit. They don't get money off of the natural remedies. Nope. But the natural remedies is really what works for us. So um, thank you for that, Dia. We should all be doing our research. 
for whatever symptoms we have, just Google what is the natural remedy for that. Because I know I got rid of my migraines, which were horrible, horrible, horrible. And uh, everything the the doctors tried to give me, it would just make me sleepy. I couldn't function during the day, you know, be asleep all the time. That stuff just makes you high and sleepy. Yeah, so I decided not to take that, and and I started taking Feverfew, and I think I took it a time or two, maybe a a month. I don't even think I took it a month, and I never had a migraine again. So um, the natural remedies are out there, and we really should be looking into them. So thank you so much, Dee. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to put you on hold. All right, start eight, you guys, if you would like to speak. I'm going to just read, because Dee mentioned peppermint oil. I'm going to get some. Let me just read the uh, the benefits of that. I just pulled it up online. Hang on. Bear with me with my slow computer. So it's oral. It can be used oral and topical. Uh, Peppermint oil may be the most versatile essential oil in the world, along with lavender. I've heard lavender is good, too. Uh, Let's see. Let me just find the benefits. I'll have to read the whole article. Uh, Peppermint essential oil gives a cooling sensation and has a calming effect on the body, which can relieve sore muscles when used topically. Um, it also has antimicrobial properties, so it can help freshen bad breath and soothe digestive issues. Peppermint is a hybrid species of spearmint and watermint. Um, the essential oils are gathered by steam uh, distillation of the fresh aerial parts of the flowering plant. Okay, I'm just looking to see what it can do for us. Um, clinically speaking, peppermint oil is recommended for anti Nausea benefit, so if you're a person who's nauseated, it might help you. Um, Soothing effects on the gastric lining and colon because of the ability to uh, reduce muscle spasms. Okay, so if you get muscle spasms, you might want to try that. I get those sometimes. had a lot of them yesterday, actually. Um, (laughs) Let's see. Hang on, because I saw something else. All right, here we go. Okay, here's the most common peppermint, uh, the most common peppermint oil uses. Uh, Stomach aches, it can reduce stomach aches. It can soothe digestive issues, freshen bad breath, relieve headaches. Okay, so it even works for headaches. Um, Antimicrobial properties, I'm not sure what that is. Improve mental focus. That's real good, Um, especially if you get distracted and you just can't focus. Also, uh, for the mental clarity, um, what is it I used to take? Ginkgo biloba. I think it was ginkgo biloba. And um, and it really worked. I'm just not good at sticking with things, but uh, look into ginkgo biloba. Biloba. Um, What else? Clears respiratory tract, boosts energy. So if you're always tired, like I am, um, it should help with that. Release tight. Releases tight muscles and is cost-effective natural solution to replace pharmaceutical drugs. All right, and then there's other ways you can use it topically. I'll put this link in the in the chat room. 
Uh, it says it gives uh, muscle relief pain, muscle pain relief, I'm sorry. Uh, it gives uh, sinus. It can help with sinuses, and it can help with joint therapy. Now, that might help me with the uh, joint therapy. Uh, it can reduce hunger cravings. It's a natural energizer. You can also use it in your shampoo. It can help with allergy relief. Uh, it can help with ADHD. If you or uh, a child in your life may may have ADHD, it can help with that. It can help. It's an anti-itch. If you uh, come into some poison ivy or something like that, it says it can help with that. Uh, fever reducer um, and a natural bug repellent. That's good, especially summertime. If you put it on your skin, it will repel mosquitoes and other bugs. Well, I'll put this in the chat room, and thanks again, Dee, for that information. I've got to get better with the with the natural remedies. I have to learn to stick with with stuff. Cause this stuff really can help us. Okay. All right, back to the question of the day. The question of the day is, is it possible to have a good day? Now that you are targeted, you're going through everything you're going through, people wake up in the morning just to make sure you have a bad day. Is it possible to override that and have a good day anyway? Hello? Oh, hey, Renata. It's Lauren. Hi. Hey, Lauren. How are you? I'm hanging in there a little tired. Yeah, I think you can have a a pretty good day, you know? Um, sometimes you just start up your day like uh not even, you know, like errands and stuff that you want to do. And that's when they really try to get in your way. But, you know, when you're determined and you did it, I don't know, I just come back like I got the things that I wanted to do done. Uh, yeah, I ignored the perps or whatever. Um, a good day is when, my, when I don't have my sister's feeling kind of okay, not having to run to the medical and stuff or, you know, enjoying a good meal or watching something kind of funny on TV. Or, just, or sometimes I know I've had a good day when I'm able to um, – just take a nap for an hour or two and wake up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because even if you're not being followed, um, it can it's already in your mind because, you know, you're targeted. So it's, you know, and we have to live this day and night. So it's kind of hard sometimes to just feel good. But, yeah, you can have some pretty good days. Yeah, of course. Good. I believe that, too. Of course. Stay spiritual. I usually feel uplifted when I really bathe in the word. I feel, I feel better. Very so, good. Thank you, Renata. How did your call go this weekend? Sorry, they it was, Oh, it went pretty good. It really went pretty good, Renata. We, um, yeah, tell everyone please to review it because uh, one of the speakers has given us information on this identity theft. Evidently, um, people oh, will use our names to open a type of a, of a trust for life insurance. And that's another angle when some of us feel especially more than targeted, like um, uh, trying to give us vehicular accidents and stuff that we know we won't look back on it. That could have been something really dangerous. It is dangerous. So that's another scam, too, which is uh, attached to real estate. It's just corruption is that I, I'm asking the question, what area isn't corrupt? So it's, it's right. good to review. You're right to fight back. It's, it's a bad scene. Mhm. 
Okay. Give your, give your uh, call ID. Give your. Oh, I always forget that. I'm sorry. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna definitely gonna go back and listen to that. Yeah. Everyone has talked to you. Um, the call number is one four two one twenty four. One four two one twenty four. And it the uh, title was asset stripping. It's just yesterday, and it's very informative. There's a lot of information and a lot of things they're doing that I still had no idea. There's a lot of fraud that circles us, RICO violations. Mm. I'm going to definitely go back and listen to that. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. So I think, I really do think the perps and even the perps probably in our communities, they don't want us using language like mafia because that's the first thing that goes in our mind. Criminal. It is criminal. Just when they want, they want us almost obsessed of our targeting so we won't even begin to think other frauds circling us. There's, there's a medical fraud when we go to the hospitals. There's a lot of money in Baker acting us. They get paid very well to, to slap crazy on us. Mm-hmm. That's true. So this, and there's a lot of people involved. Thank you, Renata. Thank you, Lauren. All right, you guys. So go back and listen to that. I'm going to definitely listen to that after this call. Thank you so much. Star 8, if you would like to speak, can you have a good day? Have you had a good day since you became targeted? Hello. Hi, Renata. How's everything? Good. How are you? Okay. I'm going to ask, ask the question of the day first because of uh, what they do. Um, you know, I told you I like to go out and water the grass and everything. and be about 5 or 6 o'clock in the morning sometimes. So this morning when I was out there watering the grass, having a good time, up comes a, a car and stopped right out there and looked like he had some type of pad and, and some uh, doing some kind of work, but stopped right out there in front of me that time of morning. So I hollered out to him, Cointel uh, Pro, and then uh, Street Theater. And then he says to me, uh, I'm only out here delivering the newspaper. Then I told him it's Cointel uh, Pro anyway. Then he drove on up, and then one of the houses in the next block that I know that's a perp house, I saw him. I saw, saw him throwing newspaper over there. But then my point in saying that is to say, I just kept on watering the grass and just happy at the lodge and thank, thanking Jesus and looking at the blue, blue sky. I don't care what you do or how good a time you have. They try to throw a monkey wrench in it. But the thing about that is just override that and just keep on going and keep on having a good time. So they can't stop you. And I'm gonna keep on watering the grass and I'm gonna keep on thanking Jesus too. Mm-hmm. Very so, good. Okay, so Renata, the first part of my paper I wrote, I wrote it to you, okay? So let me read this about to you what I wrote about you, okay? Okay. After watching your video, How to Know If You're Targeted, my thoughts began to go back to the time when I first came to the call. When I, when I read my papers, I said some things that I could feel in the spirit that you were not understanding. Some of the things I was saying concerning energy weapons or some things concerning my surveillance and torture. But when I heard you say you were now experiencing the direct energy weapon, it gave me confirmation that any truly uh, individual that is under 24-hour surveillance and torture will experience the same thing, a lot of the same torture tactics, even though not 
at the same time, as God has placed you in this position of leadership, um, he is allowing you to experience what we all uh, go through with. He is equipping you with all the knowledge so when you are called to speak in this torture, about this torture, it will come from the heart and from the knowledge that God is giving you. Okay. Okay, I'm going to change the subject. Now, that's all I want to say to you, Renata, because I thank you for uh, God using you in this mighty way to experience the things that we tell you about that's going through us, what we go through with. If anybody that's truly targeted, you know, the, the, some of the tactics are the same, but basically we all go through the same thing, and it's pretty heavy, too. So I thank you for that, Renata. Okay, thank you. And when you when you finish, I will respond. Go ahead. Okay, okay. I want to put this on the record. I have an appointment with the Ridge Dental Care Clinic, 619 Ridge Road, Munster, Indiana, 46321, tomorrow at 2 p.m. I want to discuss my dental concerns. I, I want this on the record before I go to the appointment so I can uh, document if my concerns are not met or if anything happened at the dental office that I think that isn't kosher. So I want to tell these parts before I get there so everybody know on the uh, tape that I'm going. Okay, I am trusting God and Jesus. I know this is one journey. I can't make it uh, alone. So I never leave God, and I, I, and I know he says he'll never leave me. Because anybody that's truly hard, uh, targeted, and if you're a truly believer, you know that you couldn't make it through this if it wasn't for them to so I want to thank him for that because he does give you that peace beyond understanding. I guess that's why they can't understand it, why they go so hard on us, because they get to the point to see that, that, that the stuff doesn't bother us. That's why I say thank you, Jesus, and I love you so much. So everybody that's truly, truly a, a, a believer in, in God and Jesus, trust him, because he said he's going to do what he's going to do, and I believe it, and I'm going to testify to it that I believe it. So all you folks that's in my area and listening in, in every other state that's listening, I got God in Jesus, and he said he'll never leave me enough or take me. So y'all can go ahead on with y'all, but keep on doing what you're doing, because I got God. So not, thank you, Renata, for allowing me to see all that. Okay. Um. Okay, I thought I had you guys on mute. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um. And what I want to say in response to when you were saying about the how I – really did not understand the directed energy weapons at one time. Um, I didn't. And I can say that I really still don't fully understand the directed energy weapons. And as I said on my latest video, if um, someone were to ask me several years ago um, what kind of targeting I got, I would always say I only get the stalking. I only get the stalking. But now I know that a lot of what I go through is uh, a direct result of the directed energy weapons. And I truly believe that everybody is assaulted with directed energy weapons, whether with voices in the head or with pain um, or with our emotions being manipulated. Or like Dee was sharing with us, the lady who um, walked in front of the bus, that's, that's not normal. Like that kind of stuff is not normal. So now I do believe that uh, I am definitely assaulted with directed energy weapons. So, um, so, yeah, I can relate to people who who get that, which at, at one point I, I probably couldn't relate because I didn't believe that I fell into that category, but I do now. So thank you, and thank you for the nice things that you said. Oh, thank you. 
Okay. Uh, someone in the chat room is saying no audio. Can you guys hear in the chat room? I'm not sure if it's just some people's. Okay, thank you. I'm going to put you on hold. I'm not sure if it's just some people's uh, phone or if it's something going on with TalkShoe. Lynn, can you hear me? Okay. Uh, thank you, Dee. Dee in the chat room says he can hear. Okay. I think it is. Let me just type her a message. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you, Finding Answers. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, this one's about her now. All righty. Uh, star 8, if you would like to speak, the question of the day is, is it possible to have a good day? Matter of fact, a great day. We really should set our intentions. This is what I try to do. I try to set my intentions on the way I want my day to be. No matter how it ends up turning out, my intention is to have a good day. And sometimes I'll say that to myself. I'll say that. When I see these people doing what they're doing, I'll say, you're not going to mess with my day. (laughs) I'm going to have a good day. You know, so we have to do that. I truly believe that helps. Just just set your intentions for your day. We can't let these people dictate every single thing in our life. Um, Okay, so let me just read a few little tips from this website. Uh, Seven ways to have a great day every day. Uh, Listen or read something that inspires you. Rather than distract yourself with news or entertainment that only adds to your stress, fill your quieter moments with music, books, and TED-like talks that are uplifting and help you aspire to be at your best. Um, I'm pretty sure everybody knows about the TED Talks, which is I think they get 15 minutes or something like that to – to talk, and these people are supposed to be experts in whatever they're speaking on. Um, so look up TED, TED Talks on uh, YouTube. They have some really, really, really good speakers and some really good subject matters, and they're pretty um, short talks, and they're to the point. So look those up. Um, and as this article says, anything that inspires you. I look up different motivational speakers. I look up positive affirmations. I look up all kinds of stuff. And so whatever interests you, and of course I'm into my hobbies right now, so I look up all that kind of stuff. Whatever interests you, you know, make that a part of your everyday, okay? Make your body stronger and more resilient. When it comes to physical condition, there's no such thing as staying in the same place. At the end of the day, you either uh, go, go downhill or uphill. Take time each day to exercise and eat well, at least enough so you're headed in the right direction. Okay, so as Dee was mentioning earlier, walk, do something. Number three, uh, review and hone your plans for the future. You'll make better decisions and be more satisfied with your results if you know that most of what you're doing fits into your long-term plans and goals. Um, That's only possible if you keep these plans and goals in the forefront. Now, for plans and goals, everyone should be planning for a bright future. No, tomorrow's not promised. The next second is not promised. But just as I said about setting your intentions for a good day, 
plan a bright future for yourself. Now, if you feel that these people have almighty control over your life and that you have no future, then I feel sorry for you because I do believe that we can create um, whatever it is we want for ourselves in spite of us, in spite of us, in spite of us, what they're doing. Because God is in ultimate control. So at least try, at least attempt, attempt to do what it is you want to do in your life. If it doesn't work out, maybe it wasn't in God's plan. Because remember, it's his will be done in our in our life, not our will, not what we want. So that's why I try to look at things. If things don't work out, I say, well, maybe that wasn't God's plan for my life. It hurts. I mean, because I really wanted that thing, but... Maybe it wasn't in, in, in God's plan. All right. I'll read a few more of those in a minute. All right. Is it possible to create a good day? Have you had any good days or are all days not so good for you? Hello? Hello? Hi. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you all can hear me or not. Hello? Um, Where have you been? How are you? <laughs> Um, I'm hanging in there. <laughs> um, you what? I said I'm hanging in there. Okay. Did you get my call? I was so worried about you. I worry about people when I don't hear from them. Did you get uh, my my? Oh, I, I don't see any missed call. I don't. No, I may have a new number. I, I get my number <laughs> changed every so often, so okay. I may okay. have a new number now. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you have my most recent number. I don't know. Okay. Um. It was last week. I left you a message last week. So I probably oh, don't yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. last week I did have this number. I think I, okay, yeah, last week I had this number. But anyway, um, I, I'm, I'm getting more and more discouraged. Um, I'm, I'm very happy for all the progress that's being made as far as the targeted community. Um, And my phone is is low, so if I get cut off, that's what happened. My battery died, but um, I'm I'm happy about the progress that's being made for the targeted community in general, because I feel like um here lately some of the things that have been discovered and even some of the things that are being put in place, you know, I feel like uh they're making progress in leaps and bounds. Um, as far as my personal life is concerned, like they they turn absolutely everyone against me, everyone, everyone. Like I cannot that that is not an understatement, um, and it is very discouraging. So I'm tired. Like I see no point in being here. With that being the case, oh, don't feel like that. Uh, basically, please. even even my daughter, you know, like. I do not have anybody. I have no one I can talk to. I have no one I can trust. I'm absolutely sick of it. The fact that I've been a lifelong target, like, it just, it makes it even worse because you look back over your entire life and all of these people have used you and profited off of it, et cetera, et cetera, you know, and smiled in your face and pretended to be a friend or a family member or, um, you know, a loved one or whatever, and, and in fact, they were using you and getting paid for it. <laughs> um, and so, like present day, I'm I'm really I'm just tired of all that crap, and um, I'm struggling a lot of the time. Um, you know, when I was receiving two checks a month, I was doing much better. Now that I'm just down to the one check a month, I'm I'm really struggling. Like it does not 
a stretch, you know, and so a lot of days I'm hungry. You know, it's it's sad. It's really sad. Meanwhile, though, the government is suddenly trying to accuse me of every wrong thing under the sun, everything. Uh, so, so they would try to accuse me of fraud, and they try to accuse me of men, and they try to accuse me of all this crap. You know, anything going on with my health, they have caused it. And you will not have any medical professionals like deal with me with any integrity. So I'm giving false diagnosis or misdiagnosis or no diagnosis. You know, you fail to diagnose an issue or whatever. Um all the tampering with my health, with my health records, et cetera, et cetera. Like, I'm absolutely tired of this entire nightmare. Like, I'm tired of it. It is, this This has not been a life worth living. I have gone through this 42 years in county, and I do not see any relief from it at all. And so, yes, I do plan. I just did that survey, the global CI survey. And um and I have plenty of supporting evidence and pictures and whatever else. So I do plan to be included in that, whatever takes place. You know, if they do get a class action lawsuit, if they do get a congressional hearing or whatever else, I do plan to be a part of it. But these people are absolutely like they, they are trying to exclude exclude me from that even. You know, to, to make it look like my case is some isolated case or, you know, that, that you know, oh, yeah, maybe targeted individuals exist, but, you know, as if I'm not a part of this. And I'm like, it's crazy. I'm like, the sad thing about it is, you know, not only am I a part of this, you have been targeting my family for generations now. Like, I'm tired. I'm fed up. I'm tired of them stealing my evidence, like going above and beyond. I cannot... My van can't be out of my sight for five minutes. You know, they're, they're trying to go in my van and do something. They planted a pen the other day. I'm like, where the hell did this pen come from? Some Remax pen. What is this? Where did it come from? Okay, so <laughs> I say all that, and trust me, I'm frustrated. And trust me, I express to God regularly, I do not want to be here. I'm fired. Oh my gosh! I think her phone. Are you still there? Is it? I'm are you here? I'm here. Okay. Can you charge? Yeah, your phone? I'm gonna charge my phone. I am. But what I was going to share is, um, like I recently went to the beach. Hello. Yeah, I don't want you to cut off. So if you can plug your okay. phone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I don't have some place. But I recently went to the beach. Um, I went to Cape May recently, and like I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I was determined. And definitely perps for that. You know, I, when I finally get ready to leave, it's a, a couple of guys, but I was there like a couple of days. But when I left one day one, it was a couple of big, hefty guys. I mean, they, they asked if they, they want to intimidate me. Nothing and no one is going to intimidate me. Like, I've been through too much. I have been through too much. Do you think it's any damn thing y'all can do to scare me? No. It's like I've been through hell. And and the helicopters and all of that, like, the helicopters been following me for a few years now. What do I care? I mean, you watch me do nothing. You watch me do nothing. You follow me to the laundromat, and you follow me to the store, and you follow I mean, it's just ignorant. You follow me to the gas station and anywhere I go. It is, it is so ridiculous. Just gross mismanagement, gross waste of funds. Like, it's ridiculous. If the public knew 
how you are wasting our tax dollars to watch people do nothing. <laughs> you know, you, you are attacking law-abiding citizens, and you're telling all kinds of lies and, and doing all kinds of crap to them to ruin their life. At any rate, yes, I, I did make sure I had a decent couple of days earlier. Um, I mean, it was like June, I guess. Um, <clears throat> it was recently. But um, went to the beach, stayed a couple of days, got to see the um, dolphins <laughs> um, swimming and everything. I mean, it was just really, really nice. It was nice. It was peaceful. Like I had, you know, everything that, that I needed, you know, just to be content or whatever because at, at this point, like, like, I barely, my daughter and I barely talk. You know, we have short, quick, brief conversations usually because they they are forced to her. Like, they will not allow her to have a healthy relationship with me, period. All the crap that they do with everyone else, you know, dictates to them what to say, what to do, blah, blah, blah. They do it with her as well. And so I, I don't, yeah, I, I have little interaction with anyone, you know, Strangers, when I when I initially, you know, have a conversation, it can just be a small talk or whatever. Whereas natural and it's organic, um, that that is fine. But you know, the, the minute someone is offered a few dollars, it's a whole new ball game. It, it's it's just ridiculous. Like I'm tired, and um, I, I do not see any point in being here. I don't, and um, I feel like I've gone above and beyond to try and bring this to the forefront. I mean, I feel like I've brought a lot of things out in the open and brought a lot of things to the surface. And so I'm just praying that, because um, I feel like, okay, God, I've I've done my part. Like, I've done my part to try and bring this to light. Like, can you please put me out of my misery? This is, my life has been hell. And, and it doesn't matter to me who doesn't understand that. Nobody is, like, I've been through hell, literally, since birth. And, and even before birth, you know, when, when my father kicked my mother in the stomach and, and tried to kill me then, like I, before birth, I've been attacked with this crap. I, I don't want to be here. I do not want to be here. I don't see the point. And I've gone above and beyond to do everything in my power to, to try and bring light to this situation, and I hope that that does help somebody get freedom, but, like, whether I ever live to see it or anything, I don't care. I just don't want to be, like, I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. Like, I want to rest in peace. <laughs> the, the sooner, the better. I, I, I don't, I don't uh, get, I'm just tired. I'm tired. It's not worth it to me. You know, when I <laughs> add up the, the good against the bad or whatever, it's not worth it to me. It's not. Nothing, there is nothing in my life that has made this experience worth being here. It's not. And and I can dismiss for any perp or fed or whoever is on the phone listening. I do not intend to kill myself, period. I've tried several times. I've been unsuccessful, and I do not plan on killing myself. I, I just pray that God would see fit to take me away, to end this for me. I'm tired. Okay, are you still there? I think I'll call me. Okay. All right. So allow us to give you support. If anyone would like to give her support, then please call 
um, or type your comments in the chat room, star eight. Okay. Um, so the first thing that, as I'm listening to you, I can identify with so much of what you said. Uh, but the first thing, in case your phone cuts off, I just want to share with you what's coming to my mind is surrender. We have to surrender, and I'm not saying that you have not, but for anybody listening, we have to surrender our lives to God because this is too much. The way you are describing, this is too much for any person, and they know that. And as you guys know, that is the goal to overburden us and to overwhelm us to the point that we, like you said, are tired and don't want to be here. I have been there. I have been there. Um, but we're here for a reason, and we have to know that. So we have to surrender and give all of this to God and just ask him to, to take these heavy burdens off of us. And whatever happens in our lives, we know that he's in control, and he's not going to give us more than we can bear. Although it feels that way, it looks that way, but he's not. So we just have to let God take over. We just have to let him take over. We have to say, you know what, all these material possessions, you gave them to me. If they take them, if they take everything, if they take everybody out of my life, I'm still going to stand. And that's just where we have to be. I can definitely relate to when you say they inter- intervene in, in all relationships, even short, casual conversations. I get that, too. I get that, too. Um, I can meet someone, and then a day or so, they're gone. I don't know what they tell them, but I've just learned to say amen to whatever, you know, because I can't I can't stress off of each and everything or I would be a mess. But, yes, they interfere in all relationships for me. Just the way you're describing, it's the same way for me, and it may not seem that way because I have this call, and a lot of people come to these calls, but when I try to form friendships with people, they intervene. Business relationships, they intervene. Family, they intervene. So I just have to be okay with that. I have learned to just accept where I am and just be okay with it so that I can stay strong enough to take care of the things that are in my control and to, um, you know, be there for those who I need to be there for, and particularly for myself, to just try to keep myself strong through all of this. That's that's all we can do. That's all we can do. Um, Most targets will tell you that all of their um, friendships and relationships have been um, intervened. They'll tell you that. Relationships are destroyed. It's part of the isolation that they try to keep us in. Uh, When you talk about the money, your finances having changed, I can't remember exactly what you said about that, but last week, when I got my uh, my check, because as you guys know, I'm I'm working temporary. I don't have a permanent job, but I'm, I thank God for the temporary job. I um I added up how much I make a month, and I had never done that since I've been here. These couple of months I've been there, so I added up how much I make a month, and I was flabbergasted. I made less than half of what I've made on my previous job, less than half, and I I had to keep doing the math because I'm like, wait a minute, is that all I make? You know, but then I had to remember, Lord, thank you, because I didn't, you didn't have to bless me with this temporary job. So I just had to find gratitude in that moment. And then I realized I didn't even really miss the fact that I'm making 
less than half of what I used to make because my needs are still being met, the bills are still being paid, and I I I didn't know. I didn't know, but when I do the math, I'm like, wow. I'm I'm missing a lot of money, but then again, I have to find that gratitude moment. So we have to find those moments where we can just say, Lord, thank you anyway. Thank you anyway. This may not be the way I want it to be or the way I think it should be, but thank you. Thank you anyway. And that's where I had to get with that, and I had to just release it because I could be sitting at home making nothing. So I had to find that gratitude moment so I can relate to you on, on that level as well and many targets who had great careers, wonderful careers. I even know some who had their own businesses, and now they're not making nearly as much as they used to make. So these, what you're experiencing, not to minimize what you're going through, but most targets go through that as well. We go through it at different degrees. And then, too, going back to that whole financial thing, I have to thank God that I do have a husband who works, you know, works very hard, works several jobs to try to keep us, you know, above, uh, afloat here living in this expensive California. So, you know, we just have to really find uh, those moments where we can be grateful for. Um, there was something else you said. The helicopters. The helicopters. Um, that is that is something they do to try to keep you traumatized. Someone had made a comment in the chat room. Let me find that comment. Um, I used to get the helicopters early on, and it used to have me very, very, very upset. But I learned to move past that. Now they're starting to – they look like private planes, uh, some helicopters, and I'm getting a lot of air traffic all over again. Uh, but I'm stronger now, and you're stronger now. So we cannot control what these people are doing. We can only control how we react to it, and I just refuse to react to that. If that if they want to take their time to fly a helicopter everywhere I go, then whatever. Nothing I can do about it, but I know I'm going on. And you need to just go on. And I, I know, I know, oh, Lord, I know that this, I mean, it's their goal to just wear us down. It is their goal to wear us down. Um but just know that you are here for a purpose. I don't know what the purpose is. Uh, you may know what it is if you don't continue to pray on it because you are here for a reason. You're obviously a very, very strong person just to get through this. And, and, and I feel your pain when it comes to your daughter. I've heard so many stories like that, how, you know, they turn the children against the parent. You know, I see some of that with my own children. I just continue to pray on it. And it hurts. I mean, all of this hurts. I know that it does. So if anyone would like to offer support, please um, start eight. Hello? Hi, Renata. Can you hear me? Cause I'm, I'm yes, on a Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Uh, hold on one second. I'm trying to. Um, I just want to say to the young lady, I didn't catch her name. Who's speaking? Uh, Who's speaking? This is Samantha. I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Uh-huh. I'm in a... huh? Yes, we can hear. We can hear you. Go ahead. I want to just say to the lady, um, the Bible speaks of that when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him, and many afflictions of the righteous, but God will deliver us out of them all. 
do not give up, do not give in. That's exactly what they want you to do. If you can just look at who you really are in God, your mere presence smothers, suffocates the kingdom of Satan, and that's why they want you gone. You have to stand and fight this good fight of faith. You have to pray against this kingdom of darkness. And when your food gets low, God lets me know that's the time for me to fast. You got to fast. You got to pray. You got to pray against this kingdom of darkness. You are more greater than what you really think you are. I'm telling you, just look at your identity. Look at the power that God gave you. You you can do this thing, girl, for so many people. And, and, and you said, like you said, all in your generations from years and years and years. Stop this circle. Stop this cycle. Stand and fight the good fight of faith, my dear. God will give you the strength. He said, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. When you're weak, that gives God an opportunity to show up and show out. You just got to believe. He has done it for me so many times. I, I, I do real estate, and they, they blocked my real estate business for seven months. No money coming in. My mortgage gets paid. My lights get paid, and I do I do nothing criminal. My my bills get paid. I got car insurance. Life insurance get paid, and it's like a miracle. He will take care of you. You just gotta ask him. What do I do today? How do I survive? Where I'm gonna eat? What I got to do? When you start tapping into God, this thing will be like uh 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 ABCs. I'm telling you, they did everything to me. They keep sending a, a woman from my husband's past in his life to St. Confusion in our marriage. And um, during the holiday, they did it. They did it. And you know what? I know I still got the victory. No matter what they do, God gave me a song. It said, he gave me a song to sing. No matter what they do or say, I know I got victory today or day and forevermore. Don't give up, please, my sister. And you got God, because God said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. And you got mm-hmm. us on the phone. Sign up for the buddy system. I want to talk with you and pray with you if you allow me to. And, and, and call me. I'll give you my phone number, my dear. Fight the good fight of faith. Don't give up. You are the child of the most high God. This God is, is, is no joke. He's merciful, but he will send his wrath for his people. In Isaiah 43, he says that he will give men for us and people for our life. And I just want to say, I love you, and you got me. Don't never feel alone. You're not alone. You are not alone. And call me. And, Bernada, if you could give me her number, or I'll text her my number, but she could call me any time of the day. Satan is not taking you down, sister. God got you in this for a reason. And you're going to stand and stand still in salvation of the Lord. Don't give in. Don't give up. God is with you. We with you. We with you. We mm-hmm. praying for you. We praying. We praying. He ain't going to have his way to you. That is a lie from the pit of hell. He is not going to have his way to you. And I love you. Even you don't know, I love you. Don't let Satan tell you. I love you. And that's all I got to say. Thank you so much, Thank you so much. And I'm telling you, um, we call her DC. We call her DC, you guys, the lady who we're uh, encouraging right now. Um, you have been, you have really been heavy on my heart. I, like I said, I tried to call you last week. I prayed for you this morning. Um, and we, we're here for you. We're here for you. Our, 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 our lives have changed. Our lives have changed. But I'm telling you, God is in this. 
He's in it. I can't even describe it, but I know he is. I know he is. He shows up in my life every day. There's no way possible I could get through this. There's no way. No way. He brought all of us together for a reason, to keep each other encouraged. So you may be physically alone, but you're not alone. And you have my number. I don't have your number anymore because the number I called, I think you've changed it since then. So I'll give you mine again in case you don't have it. And uh, call me, and I'll put you in touch with um, uh, Samantha, the sister who just spoke. I'll put you in touch with her if you um, call me. Okay, BC, you have to make sure that you call me because I don't have your number. I think this number I have, um, I wanted to thank her. I wanted to thank Samantha for everything she just said. But um, yeah. I really appreciate it. And um, I think my number, this is the same phone I've had for a while now. So you may have it, but I'm going to send you a text real quick while we're on the okay. phone. Okay, do that. Because I, I did leave you a message last week. Because you have really been on my mind. You and someone else. And I'm praying that that person lets us know that she's okay, too. And this is why um, you guys really need to um, sign up for Simone's buddy list. Because we need to, we need to, uh, thank you, Samantha. I'm going to put you on hold. Um, we need to uh, make sure that we check in on one another. Because uh, this um, isolation, it is hard for some people. It's really, really, really hard. And so just to have someone that you can be in constant um, communication with is a blessing. Okay, send me a text. So I'll know I'll have your number and I'll pass it on. Okay. I'm sending it now. Thank you. Okay. Okay, start eight. Let me read from the um, chat room. Start eight if you guys would like to give encouragement to uh, D.C., who is uh, going through what all of us have more than likely been through or uh, probably will go through with this program. Okay, I have it. Great. Thank you. I just got the text. All right, let me read from the chat room. Uh, The green man says, totally clear out your quote-unquote friends, my dear. You know, um, uh, that's a good point that you said, green man, because sometimes when I miss my friends, because reality, we will miss these people. I mean, we we love these people. We bonded with these people who we had uh, allowed to enter our life. Uh, when I go through missing my family members and uh, people who I once considered friends, I remind myself, you know, these are the people that I chose, but are these the people that God intended to be in your life? God has a way of, of cleaning, cleaning, cleaning it out for you, you know, um, so I have to accept that because these people, when I look back, I mean, some of these people, I could still have them a part of my life if I would like to, but I know that they would be targeting me because they, they've shown that. And it's not paranoia. These people have shown that for me. I don't know about for everybody else. So God knows what's best for us. He knows what's best for us. You know, it's better to have one or two, as I say, true blues, than to have a whole bunch of associates especially with what we're going through. So, yeah, we miss them, but sometimes it's best. Sometimes it really is best. Even family members who we would never turn on, but they've turned on us. If they believe the smear campaign, then shame on them because they know you. They know you. My family members know me. They know my character. You know, I'm not perfect. 
by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm not whatever they're saying I am. Whatever these this lie these people putting out on me, I'm certainly not that. You know? Um I listened to a very powerful message that I want to share with you guys. And Hart, who comes to this call, who I don't I don't see her here right now, but I, I talked to her yesterday, so I know she's doing well. Uh she shared this um pastor with us quite some time ago. And his name is uh, Pastor Darby from uh, Destin Ministries, and he's on YouTube. He has a message called, Your Problem is is Witches. And I'm going to put that in the chat room. So you guys uh, look this up because I'm really noticing and I'm hearing more about this witchcraft and how it's even in the church. I just put that in the chat room. Um. So if you're not in the chat room, it is called Your Problem is Witches, and it's by Destin Ministries. You guys listen to that because it, it was just spot on. I do believe that witchcraft is used in our targeting as well as Satanism, which is all the same form, just, you know, different degrees. Um But we need to know what we're fighting against. This is a spiritual warfare, I believe. Some people don't believe that, but I do. And we need to know what we're up against. So when we have these emotions like you're describing, like you don't want to be here, and I I was really happy to hear you say that you're not suicidal because they had me to that place. They had me suicidal, and I don't even believe in suicide. Um, But dealing with all of this can be very overwhelming. And like you say, the isolation and they're they're interfering with all, you know, relationships and friendships and everything. It can be overwhelming. But I'm starting to realize that a lot of this is witchcraft. And he also talked about uh, breaking, uh, what did he call it, soul ties, breaking soul ties with people from your past and people that you uh, had sex with. Uh, he's saying how when you enter into sexual uh, situations with people, you create a soul tie. I don't even know why I'm going here because it's not what we're talking about, and I hope you guys listen to it. But he's saying that you create soul ties with these people, and all that stuff needs to be broken because those spirits are still up on you. And I was glad he said that because I went through prayer, and I broke those soul ties with people from the past. So, we are, there's more coming against us than meets the eye is what I'm trying to say. Way more than meets the eye. It's more than people just following us. And anybody who's really um, spiritual and, and you, you are sensitive to, uh, to this kind of stuff, you can, you can feel these spirits. I'm glad my mother taught us about unclean spirits at a very young age because I can feel these unclean spirits with these people targeting us. It is more than people just walking around following you. It is more than just some weapons being aimed at you. It's it's witchcraft. Some of this is witchcraft. So you guys listen to that that um, sermon. I think you'll get a lot out of it. I listened to it twice, and I'll probably listen to it again. And I'm I'm actually going to support his ministry because I don't I don't tithe at the church that we go to. Sometimes I don't tithe there anymore. So I will probably sow into his ministry because I get a lot out of his ministry. All right, um, start eight. Are you still there, DC? I think she's still listening. Yes, I'm muted myself. Okay. 
All right, Star 8, if you guys would like to offer support to D.C., who is going through it right now. You know, we've all been there. And if you haven't with this program, then you're doing really good because uh, it's a lot, especially if you're alone. And that's another gratitude moment for me because I do have people in the house with me, and I'm so very, very grateful. Although they try, as Samantha said, um, as she shared with us, they try to interfere with my marriage as well in a different way, but they, the same, you know what I'm saying? Like they try to come between anything, like DC was saying, any relationship, you know, they try to they try to get in my kid's head, all of that. I deal with all of that, but yet I am thankful that I'm not in a situation like DC is describing, all alone, all alone. That's why when I did that video, this lady had contacted me and she said, you know, I, I uh, my my friends are leaving, you know, and I don't have that many friends left and I'm all alone. And I said on the video, you just contradicted yourself because you said, you know, your friends are leaving, you have some left. So be careful when you say you're all alone because I do know people who are literally all alone, like D.C. is describing. And that has to be very hard to have to take on this whole world with all of these people bothering you all day by yourself. That's hard. So I hope you guys can offer her support. Um, Star 8, please. And I just unmuted someone. Go right ahead. Yeah, hi, Renata. Hey, Charles. How are you? Yeah, how you doing? Yeah, I was um, catching the um, end of what she was saying. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean, like you said before, okay, Okay, we've all pretty pretty much been through that. Okay, and had experience with that to some, you know, some degrees. And um, you know, um, you know, and um, you know, different um, different types of ways that it comes. All right, but what she was saying um about um um about God saying that um to um. That she um wish um uh, you know what what she was wishing that um God would um okay. you know um stop you know or uh, took I mean did she ever well what I'm getting at is did she ever I mean or, or what I'm saying is did she ever try to uh, turn it in reverses and ask God you know, I mean to, I mean conquer conquer all these things that um. That she doing because I mean she she brought it this far where she's standing up. I mean, and I, believe me, I get depressed too because I've I've been going through the same thing. All right, but the thing is, all right, there be victories here and there that give me encouragement encouragement to move on, to keep mm-hmm. on. You know, all right. I mean, everything like you said in the beginning. Um. At the at the call, everything ain't gloom and doom. Okay, they are very. I mean, I know for a fact that the fact that even though all you know all that's thrown at me and all that they do, I I know for a fact that that me still continuing and me being here, even though I'm not in this um status that I was before. Okay, really pisses them off. Okay, mm-hmm. and that gives mm-hmm. that gives me encouragement, you know. 
So, I mean, it depends on your perception, you know, how you look at it. Right. I agree uh-huh. with that. Yeah, I agree with that. It's a, it, I think what I think the, the problem is sometimes we get to such a dark place with this um, yeah. that, it's, that it's hard to to pull yourself up out of that sometimes. And, um, and I, you I, and you end up and you end up looking at it one way when there's several mm-hmm. ways you can look at it. Hello. Yeah. Yes. Go right ahead. Yeah, it's it's like, um, I mean, I've described to people before, whatever. I'm like, I literally feel like, you know, Jason Bourne or something like that. Like, I look up, and my whole life has been a lie. And so I've I've gone out of my way, you know, to look out for people all my life. Like, I've done all kinds of crap for people um, yeah. and sacrificed, you know, what mm-hmm. I could have done for myself, could have been doing for myself or whatever else. I have poured a whole lot into other people. Whether that was time, money, you know, mm. whatever else, you know, helping mm. people get jobs, helping them get promotions, um, helping them with their children. I mean, just period. I've just been really generous, lifelong, to realize basically everything that has gone on, like within the last few years or whatever. So, so discovering that okay, I'm a targeted individual, and um, all of this crap that has been going on at work, at home, et cetera, et cetera, you know, it's because I'm a target individual. But you look back over your entire life, and I'm like, oh, well, dang, they were messing with me back in the 90s, back in the 80s. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It's sad. And to look at the fact that, like, I've been congratulating people on various things, the purchase of their home and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And I found out, oh, you got that because, you know, that was that was a bribe from the government. That was a favor for the government. For they, These people have literally tested me in different situations. It is hurtful. It is very hurtful. And so, again, for me, it's not that I don't know how to look at the bright side of things because I do. I absolutely do this. I definitely wouldn't even have lasted this long if I didn't. <laughs> but for me, the bad far outweighs the good. It far outweighs the good. And not only that, I do feel like my entire life has been a lie. So everybody that I've loved, my own grandmother, who I felt like, oh, we had this great bond, we had this great connection, da da da. She had been for years, that, you know, uh, putting my mother down, like like saying all kinds of crap to me about my mother, you know, this and that or whatever. And I now realize that's because my mother was targeted. And so they were feeding me all kinds of crap about my mother, okay? But my father, he, my father profited off of this, made money off of this. My, my grandmother did as well. And, and this is why she kept encouraging me, oh, you should change your last name. You should change. She wanted me to take on their last name. I had no idea. Why she kept talking to me about that over the years, <laughs> and, and, and so it's hurtful. Like I, I don't. That's not. I, I don't feel like. I, I don't know what everybody's situation is as far as their targeting. I don't know what everybody's individual story is or whatever. But this is absolutely unreal. It's unreal. It, 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 when when I say it's not a life worth living, it's not. It has not been. It is not worthwhile. This I haven't had any experience here in this life that has made this 42 years of pain and suffering worth it. I have been through hell. Like, I have been through hell. Like, the physical abuse, the, the verbal abuse, 
the sexual abuse, et cetera, et cetera. It has been held. Okay, well, okay, well, the situation is that I've been through hell myself. This has been 60 years, all right, and um, it's something that they constantly tell me every day, okay, that there's something up ahead. There's got to be something up ahead because this ain't all it is, all right? So that's what that's what makes me hold on. And like I said, every now and then, every now and then, I mean, okay, in this war, okay, I see, you know, there's victories. I mean, there's times I came up on top, okay, and I can I can tell you countless times where I came up on top, and you know they look and you know they agents, they perpetrators, they agents be looking all glum and surprised and stupid and everything like that, okay, and that gives me, I mean, you, you pick out the you pick out the moments that I mean that not on, I mean not only the the ones that Okay, the down moments that um, you got to contemplate on and learn lessons from, but you pick out the good moments that give you um, um, indication that there is that there is something besides this. Okay, okay, all the games and all the backstabbing and stuff like that that goes on. Because, like you said before, okay, friends, friends and family. Okay, I helped out before. Not only they abandoned me, okay, they stabbed me in the back. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, I've been through that. Okay, believe me. Okay, I think we can all say amen to that one. Oh, okay, I mean, and still, like I said, there's still, I mean, sparkles or glimpses of um, of um, of good things coming. I mean, that comes through. Okay, no matter what. So, you know, I mean, that's basically it's, it's it. I believe that everything we go through isn't very necessary. I do. Whether it's good or bad, I'm looking back in my own life now, and I see it was very, very, very necessary for me to go through all those bad things I went through. I'm telling you, D.C., I can relate to you just about everything you said. The family members, I have bought cars for people. I have been near the birth of everybody's child. I have thrown huge parties for everybody. I've been there, okay? I've been there. I've had myself on the back. I've been there. That generous person that you have described. My children have been in the hospital countless times. My daughter has been in the hospital at least 20 times. Do you think any of them even called? No, they have not, okay? They have never been there for me. And I'm like you. I can look back and I see this targeting goes way back probably to birth. So when you say it's all been a lie, it, it, it has been, you know, so I can relate to all of what you're saying. I really can. And I know our experience is different, but it's yet the same because I have really, I'm just that type of person that's there for people that I care about. None of them have been there for me. None, and I have a lot of family members. None of them mm-hmm. have been there for me. So yeah, it's all been a lie. Um, that whole helicopter thing, someone mentioned in the chat room something about that. I wanted to read it to you. But, you know, um, there's a scripture, as you were talking, um, Paul in Philippians was saying that he's been through everything. And he's saying he has learned to be content where he is. And that's kind of where we have to be because I, I really, I really see how 
everything we go through, the good, the Bible says the good and the bad, it works together for our good. We have to go through these experiences to get to our purpose. I'm telling you, we really do. I know that sounds crazy, but I'm telling you, we have to go through everything that we're going through to get to where God wants us to be. He wants us to see these people. He, he said, be ye separate, okay? He, he's separating us for whatever reason. He's calling us out. He is separating me from these people in my life who I thought were really good people, who I thought loved me as much as I loved them. He's separating me. I have to accept all the hurt and all the pain that comes with that because it's a lot. Hey, can I ask a question? Okay, um, BC, right? Um, uh, um, can you tell us um, a few moments, okay, in your life, especially during the period that you um, realized that, you know, you became a TI and all that? Uh, could you tell us a few moments where you actually came up on top, where you actually, like, there was some victory? Um, times when I came out on top, the thing is that, like, right now, this this is my thing. I, I've been accused of, like, so much, and I mean absolutely horrible stuff, stuff that I absolutely would not participate in, some of the stuff I don't even know how to do. So when they're trying to accuse me of, of some type of financial fraud and this and that or whatever, like, I've never, ever exchange any stock or anything any time in my life, you know, although I worked as a securities and exchange commission or whatever, I never even wanted to take the risk of investing. So I've never done it. <laughs> At any rate, um, I mean, it's, it's just plenty of stuff. But my thing is just if I'm so guilty of all these things that you're out here falsely accusing me of and you're trying to, you know, <laughs> move the sun and the moon and the stars and everything to make your lives real. Um, but Charles is asking I'm getting to it because what, if I'm so guilty of this stuff, why haven't you booked me by now? Like, why aren't I sitting up in somebody's prison by now, whatever? Because you certainly mm-hmm. watch me 24 hours a day. So one way that to. I have come up on top is that I have integrity. My, my integrity is the reason that I'm still walking free, that I still get up and go wherever I want to go, right. whatever I want right. to do, because I have integrity. So so you can go here and you can spread all the lies and rumors and whatever you want to spread, but you have not been able to prove any of it. So all okay, you that's one of the points, is that's one of the points people. right there. Yeah, that's you right. deceive people. You deceive people so that they'll contaminate my food. And they'll hit me with weapons and they'll do whatever else. So you deceive all these people behind the scenes. But if I was so guilty of financial fraud or, you know, sleeping with all these men and this, that, and the other, whatever, if I was guilty of any of it, why wouldn't I be somewhere locked up right now? And if any of us were guilty of the smear campaigns, we all have smear campaigns. Right. We don't have that right. same one that you have, but they obviously have smear campaigns on all of us. And we're all walking around. So it's, right. it's, it's a lot. Yep. You know, the whole thing is based on lies. So, Hi, Renata. It's Renata. Renata, it's Brian in South SEC. America. I left the SEC in April of 2015, and uh-huh. they were monitoring me and tracking me before I left. And then I've still been, what, out here and free more than two years. And so if I was so guilty of something and you bought all these false witnesses, I really, I should be behind bars somewhere. 
But you're not, right. and can that's one, and that's one of what that's go one ahead. of the things that. You hey, Renata, how you doing? Uh, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, this can, is I, Brian can I get, can South I get this Can I get this off first? Can I can I get this off first? Okay, that's one. Okay, yeah. Okay, that's one of the things that I'm that I'm pointing at. Okay, where you came up on top, but you still walking around. Okay, after the stuff that they do. Okay, and believe me. Okay, they pissed off about it. They really pissed off. Some people are actually pissed off about it. So, I mean, those are things that you focus on right there, too. Not just the gloom and, the, you know, and everything else. Okay, but the things where, okay, you became victorious on. Okay, let the other guy speak. Okay. Hi, Renata. This is Brian, too, in South America and Ecuador. Hey, How Brian. are you? Good. Go ahead. Uh, let, me try, let me try and help this woman. Okay, because all you're getting are a lot of opinions and and uh, ideas. Let's give let's give her hard facts. Okay. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait. 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 Because you, I cannot let you insult the people who spoke. Because it's not just a lot of opinions. This is our life experience, and what we have seen God do in our life. So it's not. Thank just you. Thank you. I'm not it's here not to insult people. I'm here to give hard facts. Okay. Right, well, I'm going to try to help the woman. Say. Okay. Um. First of all, I used to work for the U.S. Department of Defense. I was uh, I obtained much of the uh, technology at, at the risk of, of the lives of people who were develop, developing the technology. I've never been able to get in contact with some of them again, so I don't even know if they're alive. So what I'm going to tell you now is not my opinion. What I'm going to explain to you right now is the technology and how it works and why I've been driven all over planet Earth, okay, from one end of the globe to the other because of it. This is, this is how the technology works, and this is what they're doing to you. The first thing they must do is they must isolate the victim. They need to force you into isolation because they need your brain. They need to minimize all external interference with their technology. In other words, they need your brain to internalize or internally focus on the, on the neuroprogramming. And when you're engaged in, you know, random events and chaotic occurrences that accompany a person's normal daily activities, all of that dampens uh, the neural link, this, in, this bidirectional stream of electromagnetic low frequency waves specifically tuned to your brainwave signature interfacing with the nanotechnology in your brain. It dampens that neural link. So they need to minimize all external interferences, any type of external activity you engage in. So what they do is they create a hostile environment everywhere you go because it is a, it is a medical and scientific fact that no living organism, no living organism can survive in a constantly hostile environment. And they know this. So they force you back into uh, isolation. And also to keep you from, you know, building support networks because, uh, especially with born-again Christians, because it's easy for them to manipulate confessing Christians, counterfeit Christians, backslidden Christians, and so forth. But born-again Christians generally won't play, play the game. They're just not interested. I'm not going to get involved. So they, they want to prevent you from making any type of, uh, building any type of support network with, with, within the church. This is very important because if they can't regulate and control the conversational and situational scenarios that you're engaged in each day, it disrupts their technology. So, again, they want to isolate you, number one. 
And that's how they do it, by creating a hostile environment everywhere you go so that you're forced back into your apartment, your home, etc., alone so that the neuroprogramming is more effective and there's less interference. Secondly, they're using a process. Let me just say that, uh, you know, when I worked for the Department of Defense, I knew nothing about all this technology, okay, this biocommunications technology, et cetera. I had no idea it even existed, but I was targeted during that time. And the second thing that they do is they engage in a process called influence mapping and negative associative conditioning. Influence mapping that they're using against you, uh, the hive mind teams. Now, you're dealing, with several you're dealing with several different bodies, several different layers, okay? This is an intergovernment agency operation designed to diffuse responsibility of caught. So there are, a lot of, there are a lot of organizations and agencies and personnel involved at the local, state, and federal level, but all of those are – everything's highly compartmentalized. They know very little, okay? The people doing this to you are basically four organizations. It's my former employer, the Department of Defense. They provide all the money. The National Security Agency provides the top scientists. It is the CIA and the DIA. The Central Intelligence Agency and the Defense Intelligence Agency that provides the handlers and the operators, et cetera. These are called hive mind teams, okay? That's who's torturing you. That's who's directing the paradigm against you on a daily basis. These hive mind teams are dedicated to you every eight hours. And they're comprised of people who possess some degree of expertise in the area of the mind, particularly as it relates to memory and thought process. So you're talking about these hive mind teams that are dedicated to you every eight hours, being psychiatrists, psychologists, neuroscientists, behavioral scientists, and so forth. Okay? Uh, they are below them. Okay? They're the ones that are torturing you. Below them are what are, what are called surveillance teams. Okay? And these surveillance teams are responsible for not just you know, 24-hour surveillance uh, of, the, of you, the target, but for the direction of, of the organized stalking against the target, okay? Because organized stalking, uh, without organized stalking, there's simply no way for them to verify, gauge, and measure the effectiveness of their neuroprogramming in a real-world real environment. It's just not possible. So they're using organized stalkers to constantly provoke you at every, at every opportunity, to scare you, to solicit, to generate to provoke you into emotional responses which can be which to generate what are called response statistics which can be remotely measured and integrated back into the RNM system into RNM data your brain is tied to a supercomputer for life the moment you were chosen for this they move close to you next to you and they obtain what's called a digital brainwave imprint that's a digital copy of your brainwave signature they then uploaded that digital copy of your brainwave signature to their supercomputer, their conscious computer with a will, intellect, and emotion. I don't have time to explain that. Then they tied you. They tied you for life to that conscious computer, which is uh, now but remotely by way of this neural link, this bidirectional stream of electromagnetic low frequency waves they are targeting your brain with specifically tuned to your brainwave signature. Again, interfacing with the nanotechnology in your brain. They had you ingest the nanotechnology. Can you hear me? We can hear you. Go ahead. Yes, I'm, yeah. I'm taking it every word. I'm taking it every word. Uh, okay, so when they you had said you... they had me ingest the nanotechnology, I know, like, I, I know for a fact when it happened. I mean, one time that it happened. But go ahead. Well, it's not necessarily ingested. I mean, it's not necessarily ingested. I mean, they can have you breathe it in in the form of smart dust. 
et cetera. There are many ways to do it, okay? But what the point is, once the nanotechnology is in your, is in your body, it migrates through the bloodstream to your brain and adheres to the neurotransmitters in your brain. That nanotechnology then speaks to and decodes the neurotransmitters in your brain through a process called transcranial brain stimulation, directed energy flashing. The, the nanotech is responding to photons. Okay, so this electromagnetic uh, stream of lo- uh, this stream of electromagnetic low frequency waves, specifically tuned to your brainwave signature, is actually communicating and interfacing with the nanotech in your brain. So what they're doing is they're literally illuminating your brain with a stream of energy, dialing into your cerebral cortex. Okay, uh, and then they're reading the returning tra- the returning training signal. The return training signal is in red by the supercomputer. So you're not being attacked. Most of the time, you're being, you're being attacked by a supercomputer, although the, the hive mind teams do manually inject. Understand the organized stalkers are not dedicated to you, the targeted individual. They are dedicated to all targeted individuals that move through their area of operation. So they live, work, and play in that area, so there's a great deal of indirection and plausible deniability to be involved. You know, you call the police on these people, and they say, no, I live here. This guy's just crazy. So you're discredited, okay? So understand, understand you're dealing with two different attackers. You're dealing with a supercomputer, conscious computer. That's called the brain-to-computer interface, okay? And you're dealing with the electronic brain-to-brain interface. Those are the hive mind teams. It's all about EEG cloning, okay? So they're always, they're using physical and psychological trauma to map out the sensory and neural pathways of your brain and central nervous system. Okay, each day provoking you into trauma, into pain, uh, into psychological trauma with organized stalking and other methods in order to build a cognitive model of your brain. Let me be very specific about this because it's extremely dangerous and deadly. Okay, they are building, literally building, a copycat parallel twin personality of your human soul by reverse engineering your will, intellect, and emotion. Okay, the body is the five, in simple terms, the body is the five, a human body is, is, is triune, it's, it's body, soul, and spirit. In simple terms, the body is the five senses, sight, touch, taste, hearing, and smell. The soul is the will, intellect, and emotion. The, con, the, the, consci- the spirit is the conscience. Okay, they're targeting your human soul. They're targeting your will, intellect, and emotion with this technology to build a, a copycat parallel twin personality inside the uh, vast array of, uh, their, of their remote neural networks, okay? All of this done for the purpose of training, research, and development. Millions of people are targeted. Uh, tens of millions have been targeted over the last two and a half decades. Now, with regard to your family and your friends, they're using a process. Let me first say, anyone can be heterodyned. Very important. They've been spraying nanotechnology into the hydrosphere for the last 25 years, okay? And heterodyning is simply a, a term used for mind control. Okay, you know, okay long-term Brian, training. You have about a, Brian, you have another minute or two. Well, if you'd like me to stop or not, I'll stop right now. I'm trying to help the woman, but, you know, I don't I I said, have better I said things to do with my time. I said you have another minute or two. You can take it or not. It's up to you. Okay. All right. And put you on hold. Okay. Um, you no. Know, let me just say this, whether he's listening or not. Can I um, chime in real quick? I just wanted to say thank you to him. Like, thanks for everything that he just shared. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm wondering if he has any YouTube videos or anything. Like, does he have yeah, he does. He has some, um, yes, he does. He has some videos. His name is Brian2, T-E-W. I think he okay. hung up because I told him he had another minute or two. I mean, 
he went for ten minutes. Um, and I I don't like I don't like when people try to put other people down. Like that's not that's not gonna happen over here. So to think that you have I hope you're listening, Brian, because to think that you have all the answers and we have none. We we live this. We know what our experiences are. So you're not gonna minimize what God is doing in our life. Um, and we can speak on that, you know. I don't know where your education came from, but, you know, I know what's happening in my life. I know what works for me and what hasn't worked for me, and everyone else who spoke knows what works for them. So for you to say, let me tell you the real truth and not just give you opinion, that's offensive, and I'm not having it, okay? I'm not having it. Excuse me, Renata? Yes. Okay, um, I'd just like to say that um, – uh, what the guy said, okay, was um very. I mean, the majority of what he was talking about was highly was valid, okay, and and stuff. And, but um, and we, but let's get it clear that we all here trying to help the woman, okay. Right. He could, and he could have did that without the air of without the air of arrogance. Right. Really. And without trying to throw those jabs at everybody, he does that when he comes here. So uh, I may or may not let him speak next time. And I just simply said, you have a few more minutes like I do with everybody and that offended him then you know start your own talk show call you know what I'm saying because you're not going to take over mine period okay now let's read from the chat room um Stockton Cal who is always the voice of reason <laughs> I love Stockton Cal she needs to be our referee she's she's so reasonable and level-headed um she says any information has to be independently verified I agree. Like you, it has to agree with you. My truth is probably totally different from your truth. Your truth is different from the next person's truth. And like Stockton Cal says, you have to independently verify. Hello. Whatever information you're getting. <laughs> Hang on one second. I'm going to read from the chat room. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see, because I try to include the people in the chat room who didn't call in. Uh, hang on one second. Let me just go back. Because Lynn said a lot. Let me try to read. Okay. Lynn says there will always be perps on these calls and in the chats. Yes, true. Um, the best that can be done is what Renata does and makes everyone sign in. Uh, the guy only wanted just in kind of, okay, I don't know if that has to do with moving to my, um, okay. She says, I have a question for Brian too. So I think he hung up, but he may be listening, not sure. So I'll just read your question anyway. She says, um, Brian too continues to try to, to coax individuals to move to remote places. Currently Ecuador. He did say he was calling in from Ecuador. Um, he says that the targeting is better but then spends years going from country to country, which people have questioned where a targeted individual gets that kind of money to to country hop to go to all these different countries. Um, If it were actually even better, wouldn't he just stay put? I've heard different opinions on that. Um, If it is better, please stop encouraging suffering TIs to move abroad. It's dangerous and based on false info that does not bear any resemblance to actual experience. Um, he has many good clues and info, and he does. He does, really does have some good information. But, uh, you know, here's my issue. When when people think that they are the only one who knows the quote-unquote truth, 
I have an issue with that because we all contribute to the conversation. I have learned so much from just about everybody who speaks, like not one person is the authority on this subject matter or any other subject matter. So when one person thinks, oh, everybody be quiet, just listen to me. I am the truth. I question people like that. I really do. That's just me. Okay. And then let's see. What else? Let's see. I'm still reading Lance's comments. He says that the targeting is better, but then Spears spends years going country to country. I think I already read that. If it's better, please stop encouraging suffering TIs to move abroad. It's dangerous and based on false info that does not bear any resemblance to actual experience. Um, and then Stockton Cal says, how many people on this call have heard this before? Um, and then Lynn also says he has many good clues and info, which he does. Um, but Brian, too, has encouraged us to move from Central to South America, to Europe, to Cuba, back to South America, to Japan, <laughs> Man. Um, China, and other Asian countries, and back to South America. Um, all while telling us is better everywhere he goes. It's totally bogus. And then she says he also puts dramatic videos online of his hardcore targeting that, if true, contradict his contention that it's better in other countries. That is true. I I agree with that, man. Um, and then she says his info sounds straight out of what Robert Duncan says. Um, I believe it to be true. Uh, but why why try to get TIs to move all over the earth? because it has gotten better. Then he makes videos of him writing on his bed, um, which is better, better or not. It can't be both. And then she says, okay, anyway. Anyway, so you guys get the idea. Then they say some things about Robert Duncan. I think he has said in the past that he studies Robert Duncan and he, you know, agrees. I do believe, I do believe some of the things he says to be true. I do. I just don't like that trying to put other people down. Because I don't, I don't put all my faith. I find with, um, and my, this is my opinion, with um, Brian and some of the other people that they put all of their um, trust and opinions in what these computers can do. And I, but I believe, and I know that God is a miracle-working God. And I'm not ever going to give put all my faith in a computer. I don't care what they say those computers can do, those supercomputers. And I know that they really can, and they do do a lot. I'm not minimizing that. But still, there is a God, and I, I don't care. I'm going to spend my life <laughs> trying to fight it. Okay, whether it works or not, that's what I choose to do with my time and my energy on this earth, trying to counter everything they do. And I just find with people like him, this is my own opinion, people like him kind of teach learned helplessness. Like there's nothing you can do because this computer can do this and can do that. And can... I'm sorry. I I'm going to pray and I'm going to always pray and I'm going to keep the faith and I'm going to believe and I'm going to do everything in my power to try to overcome any of that. That's just how I'm, that's, that's just the way it's going to be for me. Hello. Yes, go ahead. Yes, go ahead. Start thank eight you, if you guys Renata. Well, chime in. Start eight. I'll mute you. And we got to thank you, Renata. Um, and I wanted to thank everybody for everything that they shared. Uh, 
like my perspective on everything that was shared today basically was that most people that I spoke, you know, that spoke before Brian were speaking from a spiritual perspective. Um, and so I saw a couple of uh, sermons recently that were really good um, about God and science. And so I'm like, the two do exist, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and, I mean, definitely God is the ultimate authority, definitely. Like, there's no question there. But I'm like, science does exist, and it is real, and our lives are affected by it. And I feel uh-huh. like that is what he is bringing to the table is, like, these scientific facts. And so, um, no, I don't feel it's like true. he can dismiss. It's true. And we yeah, are, I don't it, feel like we, he can dismiss. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I don't feel like he can dismiss everything that um, everyone was sharing or whatever, but a lot of times um, with, like, I've heard Brian Sue speak several times, and as far as him encouraging people to move or whatever, I know nothing about that. I'm not even interested. Like, a lot of people don't even have the means to move, so it's irrelevant to me. I mean, he has to do what works for him and, and all of us do as well, but um, I've heard him speak many times, and like, I think that he is really one of those brilliant minds and who doesn't always know how to, um, like, sometimes you don't know how to convey whatever it is you're trying to say, like, appropriately. Like, he's just getting down to the business. Okay, let me tell you, here's what's happening. You know, this is what's happening to all of us um, and, and bringing the scientific facts. And so, um, you know, your delivery matters too and maybe that's where he's you know making a mistake but um I, I feel like everything that he brings to the table like I, I feel like it is really valuable and so yeah none of us should be dismissing each other <laughs> um but I just feel I like he's I, coming I, from I, a I, different perspective I do believe that a lot of what he says may be true I actually did a very long interview with him a um, couple hours, and it's on my YouTube channel. And if I didn't believe some of that, I would not never have put it on my YouTube channel. It's been there for over a year, and it's still there. I don't have a problem with that. But I do have a problem with people talking down to people. I, I don't like that. Um, yes, we should we should learn about the technology because technology really is a huge part of this targeting, and it, it is coming against us. Um, but for those of us who have uh, uh, a spiritual base, that should not be dismissed. It yeah. is. It is what is. It is what is getting us through it. Whatever it's getting him through it to hop from country to country to country. Okay, that works for him. Uh, a lot of people question, you know, whether or not he's an operative or what. I don't know, but I do believe that some of the information he says is correct and true. A lot of it is Robert Duncan. You know, if you listen to him, they sound like one person, but. A lot of it is true. I, I, You know, I believe a lot of what he says, but I know the spiritual side of things. And a lot of people who are not necessarily spiritual, and I don't know if Brian is or not because I've heard him say both ways, so I'm not real sure. Um, I don't know. But a lot of people who are not spiritual, they kind of talk down to those of us who are. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just not having it because I know what God has done in my life. And, yes, I'm trying to learn about technology and all aspects of this targeting because, you know, we, we, I, we have to know. I, I just, like, for me, I, I feel like I don't know that that's really his intent. Like, I don't know that it's his intent 
too far down or I think it's just him getting too light. Like, this is what he knows. That he, okay, I mean, okay, but, but like you said yourself, it's a delivery. So when you, yeah, when that's he, what I think. When he, that's what I think it first, is. When he, I'm right. not going to give him an excuse because when he first opened his mouth, the first thing he said was, I'm not going to give you opinion like everybody else. I'm going to give you right. facts. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I get exactly what you're saying. So that's what I think it is. I think the issue is not so much what he said, but his delivery. Right. And, and and the fact that I just simply said you have a few more minutes, you have about two more minutes, and oh. that, that just ticked him off. Yeah. You know, that ticked him off. Well, if you don't want me to help her, well, okay, well, there's other people on here that want to help her too. You know what I'm saying? I, so, I mean, I just can't, and I won't, and I'm not going to deal with that. So if you want to have that attitude, then just don't call. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. And his delivery was based on arrogance. There you go. I mean, Charles had just spent time trying to encourage you. Um, Samantha tried to encourage you. Other people tried to encourage you. But then here comes this person. I have the answers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like you said, what he said to you was very helpful. It was helpful to me. It was helpful to, I'm sure, some other people. But this call is only so long, so, I mean, get the number, and maybe you guys can talk separately, but I can't just let you go forever. I've done that before, you know. I mean, it is what it is. But, yes, he does say some things that I believe to be true, but I'm never going to put my faith in technology. That's just me. I mean, I want to learn about it. I do know a little bit about it. I want to learn more because it definitely is affecting us. But God is in control of all of this. That's how I feel. Uh, Samantha, I I muted you. Hi. I just wanted to say that um, technology is a device from from Satan. Um, Stephen Darby does talk about that a lot. Watch his video, The Black Gatekeeper. Um, Mm -hmm. Also, um, he talks about how technology is actually knowledge from fallen angels. So all of this is satanic, no matter what, you know, it's all satanic. It's all from the occult power. It's all from Satan and the kingdom of darkness. So, yes, they do use technology against against us as a weapon. They also use curses. They use spells. They use poetries. They use witches. They use... No matter. And just know that no matter what they do, the scriptures tell us, and we got to believe and stand on it, that God disappoints the devices of Satan, that he cannot establish his enterprise, no matter what they use, no matter who they hook us up to or whatever machine they hook us up to. It's not going to work. And we have to believe that. We have to believe that God is going to keep us in all our ways. So do not give homage to no technology technology. It is knowledge from fallen angels. And it can't hurt us if we believe it. And we got to mm-hmm. believe in God. We got to trust in God. He is the most high. And that's all I got to say. Pray for Brian. Because we all been deceived. I thought one thing at one time myself. I didn't know what was going on. So pray for him that God will take the skills off his eyes so he can see. Yes, it's part of Satan's device. It's still satanic. It's still from the devil. No matter how you choke it up. So just pray for him, okay? That's all I have to say. God bless you. Thank you. Uh, Hart, are you there? Oh, I am, yes. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing? Doing good. You, I, I think you might have just came in. I don't know if you heard Brian on the call, but that's what we were discussing. Um, did you hear that whole conversation? 
No, I missed it because I hung out all night. Okay, <laughs> well, we're going to talk about that later. <laughs> you I hung out, out, about that later. I hung out <laughs> all night, but listen, I, I said I need to get my my spirit life in, so that's why I called in. But I could uh, gather the gist of uh, uh, what it uh, probably happened just based on the little bit I've heard. Um, and well, let me, let, me, more... let me just give you an overview, okay? Because okay. what happened was we have um, a sister on the line, D.C., who we call D.C., and she's having a hard time. She's having a hard time with this targeting. She's dealing with the isolation and family members turning on her and relationships being destroyed and, you know, uh, friendships, everything, everything, being sabotaged everything you can imagine she's going through and just realizing that this targeting has been a part of her life all of her life and it's just overwhelming for her. And so we were all trying to give her support and try to help her to stay encouraged because she's a really strong person. I, I do know her and I know she's a strong person, but, you know, how this program can get to you sometimes. So that's where she is. So we've all been trying to encourage her and several of us have uh, had spoken and just, you know, given her words of encouragement. And uh, Brian called in, Brian too, who you know. He um, he called in and he made the comment, uh, okay, uh, and I'm paraphrasing, enough of the opinion, let me give facts. And that kind of did something to me. <laughs> you know how I am. So I told him that, you know, that's not cool to just kind of try to diminish everything that everybody else is saying and, oh, okay, so here's the real truth. You know, but he – he he gave her some um, some really good solid advice, uh, uh, solid uh, information I should say about the computers and the technology and how it works and how it taps into your brainwave patterns and all of that good stuff. So now we're just discussing that because I told Brian after he had talked for like ten minutes, I said you have about another minute or two, and that made him mad. And he said, well. Uh, it, I'm trying to help her. You don't want me to help her? And I said, you know, you have two minutes. Like, you do what you want with the next two minutes. And he got mad and he hung up. So that's where we're at. Wow. Well, you know, um, I do believe that Ryan is, um, uh, he's abreast of the technology and what's going on because he has studied and researched it mm-hmm. enough that it's in his, psyche where he can just rattle it off, I think, without even thinking about it. Because I listen to how fast he talks, and he mm-hmm. can just feel like it's nothing, like it's just normal conversation, uh, the process of how a lot of this technology works. And um, I researched just enough to understand from a layman's perspective what he's saying. But at the same time, um I have a problem um, with anybody who's targeted it and has the maneuverability and the finances to move about the world. I just have a problem. I have a problem uh, accepting that person as being a truly targeted person because I know how from my own experience, the TI is hampered and how the entire social network, how traveling-wise, I can't even travel anymore without a complete hassle. I uh, have been thrown off of airplanes for no reason, just being hurt 
so I just, I, it's hard for me to, uh, it's hard for me to accept that, um, it's just hard for me to connect with him uh, completely believably that he's, uh, that he's a targeted in, uh, individual um, and, and is com- under complete uh, duress as a target at this point. It's just hard. I don't understand. I'm not accusing. I just don't understand. So because I don't understand, I leave it alone. And I do... I do find that people who are more uh, technically minded or have researched uh, to understand how invasive the satellite technology is throughout the globe now, they can be condescending because they feel like um, we can't process the information because we don't understand. But let me tell you something, and, and I'm not making a... A dem, you know, a god out of Catherine Horton, but Dr. Catherine Horton, I listened to her demeanor and her delivery. Her bottom line is she feels that humanity is at stake. And that we have to stop the psychopath. And to me, a person at her level who is, is heavily targeted and bombarded the way she is, she she gets her ego out of the way. Her ego is never, ever directed at the targeted community or lack of knowledge or whatever. It's always directed at the arrogance and the criminality of the psychopath. So that's how I gauge my understanding. That's where I put my trust in who's really bringing the information Who's the real threat? Who is the real threat? And it's people like her, to me, that's more, that's, that are the genuine threats because they're the ones that will be able to reach, and they, they have the most effectivity at this point. Um, I also believe that from a spiritual perspective, I, I've said it on the line before, Renata, we are the one creation of Almighty God with a mind, intellect, and emotion. The one thing that is desired in any of this breaking down and destruction of the target's life is for for the purposes of experimentation, for the purposes of depopulation, for the purposes of uh, social engineering, and all that the underlying achievements and expectations of these psychopaths are what they want is our will. And mm-hmm. why, do they, why do they want our will? This is what God and the Holy Spirit never lets me lose sight of. Why do they want the will? Because the human will, uh, the destruction of the human will, is what Satan has always wanted. He wants to compete with God. He's a fake, a fraud, and a counterfeit. He's always emulated and desired the power of Almighty God. So why would he not use technology and get into the minds of men to break the human spirit, to get us to deny? I know the power of the technology because I know how it has changed me. 
and how I am having to spiritually work at a different level, and I'm not doing as well as I need to. I'm not. Because I find myself in behavioral patterns that are so outside of who I really am. The anger, the the cussing and the being angry and, 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 and outraged and stuff because of the stalking, the heavy street stalking, and feeling like I'm in a, not feeling, being in a war every time I get behind the wheel of my car and people trying to deliberately run over me and harm me and breaking the law in the police's face and the police being complicit and never doing anything. It is so hard not to change one. But at the same time, I have to remember, how will the mark of the beast, how will the mark of this enemy where they take in take over the world, Satan has his temporary reign on earth, and this battle of Armageddon, that this prophetic thing that must be fulfilled, it must be fulfilled. How will it come about if there is not a breaking down of the citizenry of the globe? And this is how it's being done to me. This is how it's being done. I perceive it as this is what will usher in the new world order. This is what will usher in Satan's temporary reign on earth. And what the reason I feel the targeted individual is so special and so uh, wonderful and special to God because God has chosen us for some reason. There's something in us. The psychopaths are something in us that needed to be broken, but Almighty God, hallelujah, saw something in us that can't be broken. And we're his, the CIA has its standing army of people who will follow Satan and do this stuff, but my Father in heaven has his standing army of those that say, give me liberty or give me death. I'm going down with God because I'm living to live again, and I don't care what you do to me, you don't have the last word. So that's Amen. the way I see it. That's the way I see it. Mm-hmm. That was truth. That was truth. That's the way I see it. And and, and and I think the best thing the TI can do is be honest with themselves and and to do the research. I keep the research in my ear over and over and over because no more, no matter, just like no matter how much I read the Bible, I get an, a continuous unfolding of spiritual understanding. The same thing happens with the technology. I get an understanding of what's going on. I know what the intent is, but at the end of the day, my faith is still in the fact that I read the end of the book. Satan loses. God's word is. But God's word stands forever, and 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 we are going through this. Um, it's it's we never thought. There's a gentleman that I saw. Um, he just strikes me, and he 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 did an interview. I mean, he did a a, a, a video that said we are in some deep doo doo. thought that it would play out like this. That's what it is for the Ti. We never thought that we would be the enemy on a battlefield in society, being herded mm-hmm. uh, in as a, a, a member of a throwaway society. 
everybody it gets to get a sh- take a shot at you and break you down and hurt you and do things to you. But at the end of the day, I say God is testing us to say, look what we're doing. I'm giving you a bird's eye view of how it's going to be when they shut off that money, when they shut off that food supply, and you say, I don't care what you do. I'm not accepting Satan as God. I'm not accepting this false thing. You can put every hologram in the sky you want to and make it look like Jesus has returned. I read the book. I understand the prophetic words of the Bible. He said if they say he's in the desert, don't go there. If he says he's over here, don't go there. That's what I believe. So that's a false Jesus. That's a false thing you're trying to get me to believe. I don't believe any of it. I believe the book. That's what God is testing us out. And he's making us stronger now to giving us that, um, giving us an idea of how it's going to be. The deception. Wouldn't did, did they say the great falling away? Look at the falling away. Man has turned on man based on deception. And the people who sit in church and read this Bible all their lives, you can't, you can't show them how this is unfolding because it's easier for them to believe that the T.I. is cuckoo than it is to believe that this level of deception has already happened. So, you know, I just believe that we have to stick to what we've read, stay as strong as we can, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the last one to say that I'm making the mark all the time because I fall down daily. But I thank God that I had enough of a spiritual foundation and I got enough Jesus in me to know that he reigns. And no matter what they do to my body, I don't fear the man that can destroy the body. I fear the one who has the power to throw my soul into hell. That's who I fear. Amen. Let me let me let me read something quickly from the chat room, you guys. We have to move on. The call is supposed to end. There's a few more things I wanted to get out. Um, let's see. Lynn said something that I wanted to read. Oh my gosh, where'd it go? She said, "Hang on one second, you guys." Oh, she says we are being perfected in character through trial. Our Father disciplines our Father disciplines those He loves. The road of faith is narrow, but the victory is already won. Amen. Amen. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Um. Okay. Let me see. We need to move on, you guys. I have to run out. Okay. So, oh, let me make sure you guys get um Simone's email address. This is for those of you who would like to get on the buddy list. Please send Simone who is, um, this was her idea to create this buddy list so that no one ever has to feel like they're alone, Um, be it like an emergency situation or something. You'll have someone to check on you, or if you just want somebody to talk to, you just want someone to talk to. Um, Please send Simone an email, and her email address is S-W-E-B-B-C, I think that is, 21, yes. S-W-E-B-B-C-21 at yahoo.com. And her name is Simone. I would suggest in the subject put buddy list or something like that so it will flag it immediately for her and just let her know that you want to be included on the buddy list. And I believe her plan is to match people together 
Um, she's listening, but I don't think she's on the call. I think she's in our car driving, so she's listening. Hi, Simone, and thank you for doing this for us. Um, this is this is this is a good opportunity, you guys, to get matched up with someone, you know, another targeted person. Okay, and I do have a few uh, names that I'm going to send you, Simone. So again, her email address is swebbc21 at yahoo.com. Even if you've been in the community for a while. You know, you just want to be on this list because I'm telling you, I really, I, I think about certain people. Um, like I was saying, D.C. has really been on my heart. Another person has really been on my heart. And if we are um, connected, thank you, Lynn. Lynn just put the um, uh, Simone's email address in the chat room. So check the chat room if you're online. Um, it, it, you know, it's just good to be in touch with people. If you haven't heard from someone in a while and you normally hear from them, check on them because you never know what's going on. You know, this this life that we live is very different from most people's existence, so you never know what's going on with a person, okay? So uh, so please sign up for that buddy list. I don't think I have yet, but I will. I will definitely add my name to the list as well. Uh, okay, so let's move on to this new piece that we are trying to add, the Lord has led me to add to this um, call, which is called What's Good? What is good? What is good in your life? We just spent three hours talking about uh, all this negative stuff that these people do to us. Uh, so that, that, that that's there. It's been there for a while, that element in our life, and it's probably going to be there for a while to come. Um, but if you really look deep, and unfortunately, in a in a uh, targeted person's life, most of the time we do have to look pretty deep to find the good things. But there are definitely some good things. So if you guys can take a moment to just share what's good in your life, uh, it could be as small as the weather is nice today and I feel good, to something big and extravagant. It's totally up to you. Uh, let's see, what's good for me? I went to a comedy show last night. It was a very spare-of-the-moment thing. Um, I don't even know how it happened. <laughs> My husband and I were sitting on the porch, and he was just looking online, and he said, um, he said, that's a comedy show tonight. So we went, and it was really, really good. It was um, D.C. Curry, who I like, and it was good. It was a really good comedy show. I'm glad glad we went. The weather was nice, and, and everything was good. Um, was the targeting there? Yep, it was there, but I didn't care. I enjoyed the show. So that's what was good for me. Okay, start eight if you want to share. And I, I, I really encourage people to share on this little part of our call because we have to bring our mind to more positive thoughts. You know, there, there is something good in your life, like Charles was saying earlier. Um, there is something good. You know, you just have to have to think about it. Hello, Connecticut. Hello. Um, I've been trying to get to know other victims is a good thing um, because we're the only ones that can really relate to each other with what's going on, even though they switch it up for all of us and even then, we don't understand. You know, one person gets one thing, another person gets another. But it's so rewarding to get a group of people together and and to form relationships because 
you know, we we need God first and foremost, but we need each other too to get through this. Yes, battle. we do. Yes, yeah. we do. Who's speaking? Who's speaking, please? This is Mary in Connecticut. Mary, okay. Thank you. Hi there. Do, do you plan to sign up for the buddy list, Mary? Um, the buddy, um, the buddy list that you're putting together, or? Uh, actually, Simone, Simone, um, who is listening, but she's not on the call right now. She's actually putting it together. Do you plan um, to sign up for that just to have someone to talk to and to meet people? Well, no, I, I've got friends, <laughs> okay. victims and non-victims, so, and I'm kind of overwhelmed because I have a lot going on with my mom and. You know, I they have sabotaged my house so bad I'm not even comfortable being there. So life's been a challenge. I've been gone for like a month. I've stayed home one night and got clobbered. Um, I'm having a very hard time. Uh, this stuff is remote for me. And, you know, the perps are not only, you know, the gang stalking is harassing for me, they're hurting me. And I've realized that for quite a long time now because I've seen them with their thing. Um, but God is greater, and you know what? I'm still here today, and, uh, you know, I I just pray for them because you can't get away with doing this to another person and, and think you're getting away with it. You know, that's their, their joy is monumental and, and materialistic, and that's worthless. You know? Okay, so tell us, um, because at this point in the call, we're talking about what's good in our life. So tell us something that's good for you. Well, I went to see fireworks. Um, yeah. I was blessed with good weather. And you know, like you said, you know, the targeting was still there. and But I got uh, a little bit of a reprieve um, after a 12-hour day of being on that crap. <laughs> like mm-hmm. The moment. Actually, it's the minute. Unbelievable. But, you know, what God is good, and, and I so feel him. Um, Very and, good. Yeah. You wake up every day and you just do the best you can, and, and you go to bed being thankful for what you, you had for that day. Um, because, boy, we really take things for granted. You know, we don't realize it, but we do. And, and uh you know, pray for grace to get you through all this garbage. Is that my phone that's making all that noise? Um, there, I don't know. There's several people unmuted, so it could be anyone. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I'm normally pretty clear, but um, I don't know. I just I, I believe the churches are finally waking up. My pastor's finally waking up. You know, okay. he, he, yeah, he is anointed, but, you know, he hasn't been going there. And it's like I said to him, if any time you've prayed in your life <laughs> now, and if any time you're going to raise your church up, you know, to, to answer to our calling, it's now, because God needs us, you know, and if you can't see that, I am in the wrong church. If that's not the message that God's giving you, I am in the wrong church at this point, you know, and boy, has he been changing it up the past couple of weeks. Oh, that's good. Yeah, sometimes, you know, they need our encouragement, too, you know. Um, That's true. Yeah. 
Okay, well, I'm going to thank you for sharing, but we're about to end the call. So I'm going to okay. uh, go to some of these others. Thank you so much. Okay, someone tell us what's good. I'll make it quick, you guys. Anybody? Good in your life. Star 8, if you are muted. Lynn, are you there? Hello, Renata. I, I was muted. Hi, Can you hear me? How are you? Yeah, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Didn't realize we were at the end of the call. Um, well, I'm very, very grateful for the call and to be connected because I'm an isolator <laughs> and have trust issues, you know. I do believe reading the scriptures has made a huge difference in everything and just ex- being able to accept things. And I have a lot of challenges like everybody, but I have also have so much to be grateful for. And I've, I've always felt that for the each of the bad, there's like a noise campaign going here with uh, aircraft right now all of a sudden. I hope you're not hearing it. I'm trying to. <clears throat> and and so my, my theory is this, is that for every negative thing, say, say we'll just like use the analogy of cards. So for every, you know, negative or bad card, bum card that we were dealt, why we were dealt two that were, that were good. And we're talking about strength and gifts. And so it's, it's always, I've always been able to look at my life like that. And so, as you know, the worst of the worst is, you know, whatever it is in your life, the worst that it's been, why you're blessed just as, just as much, like on a number line, just as much in the positive way, and even then some. But the way that the programming around us and in, in in our culture, I think, makes us, like, look at dark stuff. We're just, it's dark, dark, dark. And that's my theory on it, you know. So it's somehow it's easier, but this is this is where we need to be is to be looking at, you know. Well, I I've actually been going through a lot of personal growth, and it's um, brought me a lot of humility, which is I think much more becoming than any other thing I ever have been. So I have a lot to be grateful for, and I actually have a lot a lot more personal hope in my own whatever in this life, no matter how short or long that is. So I appreciate the direction of your call, and um, I thank you all very, very much. I'm sorry for putting so much in the chat. For some reason, I just uh, was moved to do so. So bless everybody, and uh, I hope to see everybody next week. Thank you so much, Renaud. I love you guys. Thank you, Lynn. Okay. Anybody else want to tell us what's good in your life? That's what we're talking about right now. Renata? Yes. I wanted to share real quick. This is hard. I wanted to share what's so good in my life okay. right now is um, that uh, person that just spoke, God bless yes. her, humility. Mm-hmm. The things that I used to take for granted, I so don't take anything for granted. And I get up feeling a purpose. No matter what's going on with the targeting, I feel a sense of purpose that I've never had. And I appreciate uh, the fact of waking up and, and God still giving me a mindset to have a routine. I love to be outside. So even with the air stalking, I still go outside and water and, and walk and do little things. And 
um, I go to the beach at least three times a week because water has a compelling effect upon me. So I go to the water and I walk and and uh, on the beach. And even though the perfume is, is heavy, I still go. And so what's good in my life is to be back home where there is some family and where I can still get to a beach and where I can still go outside in some decent weather and enjoy the creation that God has put here, walking on the ground, letting my feet touch the ground uh, on, the, on the West Coast is a real blessing. So that's what's good in my life right now. And I found a social circle that uh, even though it's perked out and it's been infiltrated, I still have the will and the tenacity to go. So I go to senior centers and play cards, and it's real rewarding. And I still get up and dress up every single day and show up in some of these places. So I thank God to still have what's so good in my life is to still have some maneuverability. We have these vehicular stalking and everything else. I still am able to move about. Good for you. Very good. Thank you for sharing that. Anybody else? Wait, I think I think somebody's trying to be unmuted. Huh, hang on. We gotta wrap this up. I have to run out. Uh let's see. Okay. Hello. Is that Cindy? Hello? Hello. Yeah. Hi. Hi. I just wanted to check in, you know, my usual check-in, and, um, yeah, some travail with the housing. But what was the thing? What did happen this week? Is that what it is? Um, what's good in your life? We, we, we passed the check-ins already. Now we're, we're just giving a short what, what's good. What's, what's good in your life? Well, my nephew is um, um, getting a, a little bit of work and doing some good things, and, um that's good in my life, <laughs> and we're about, well, I don't want to say too much, but there might be a vehicle or two, and um, maybe three, and um, probably just going to be wise to sell one, and um, through this group, through um, one of the PIs, um, uh, one of their sons has a car for sale, and um it's been, um, you know how that is, you guys, because they take our cars, they mess with the cars, they do all kinds of stuff. So, um, and that's, I, you know, I'm hoping to do the buddy system because, um, you know, it is a good thing. I think that's a great idea, Renetta. And uh, please, um, you have my phone number, or can I give you a call or something like that? Let so, me give you, you know, this uh, week. Okay, let me give you uh, Simone's email address. Uh, okay. I don't, take, I don't want you to take the credit for this because this was Simone's idea. Oh, okay. And, okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she's listening, but she's uh, she's not on the call right now. So she's yeah. going to speak in this, okay? And I'll give you her email address. It is okay. S, okay, S like Sam, W-E-B-B-C. Wait a minute, go ahead again. Do it again because whoever's doing that noise, please. Okay, S like Sam, 
W E B B. Uh huh. And then the letter C like Charlie. Yes. And the number twenty one at yahoo.com. Okay. And then put Buddy List in the subject so she'll know. And then uh, I, I'm not sure how she plans to get in touch with you guys, but but she will. She'll get in touch with you guys. Okay. But that's okay. kind of what a couple good things that are going on. And um, my parents have been married for 50 years this uh, September. And um, they've always been there for me. Even we've, we've been attacked with this, this program. But um, God told me through a pastor that, yes, it might be a crevice like the Grand Canyon, and it'll get the the division in my family, but it will be um, filled back up. And it was something like it'll be better than before or just as great as before, something like that. And so I wanted to speak that over everyone here because I would go different places and I would get the word. I would get different strength from the word, from different people, different places, and it was actual scriptures. Um, that's where I, that, in those journeys, the spiritual journeys, Renetta, mm-hmm. God, God gave me the I am that I am. Amen. He is the I am that I am, and he said that he sees the pain of his people, and mm-hmm. he will recompense. He will recompense. And and that, he went through the scriptures. It was like Genesis. Then it was 1 Kings, 2 Kings, on and on. And then somebody had a teaching on Isaiah. Isaiah has been taught. And um, so there's a spiritual sister. um, um, I wish I had her name, you guys. Uh, Maybe next week I'll bring it. Um, But there's been, listen to um, some prophets from the Church of God in Christ. If you're on YouTube, sisters and brothers, that is um, there. There's some really good prophetesses there that will lift you up, lift you up. And I found one, and that's a good thing. So bless everyone. And and I'm just trying to come through. I'm I'm better, Renetta, after being in the hospital. And please be kind to each other. Please don't play with each other if you can, because we need to strengthen each other. Please strengthen each other. Amen. Thank you. Okay. Okay, I'm going to put everybody on hold for a moment. Okay, so even if you did not share what's good in your life, try to think of what's good in your life because there is something good. Believe me, there is. In the midst of all this darkness, there is light. There is light. You have been chosen of God. That's good. (laughs) That's the best thing that could ever happen to you. Believe me. You are chosen. You are of those few. I do believe that every targeted individual is of that selected few that has been chosen. All right, so we're going to move on, and we're going to close it up really quick. Um, Now, last week, okay, so the other new thing to this call is uh, group challenges, and these challenges are designed for us to um, to tackle things that, that may be challenges in our life, but to tackle them together, okay? So last week's group challenge was uh, to read your Bible every day and to try to read at least one chapter a day, okay? And the purpose of that was to attempt to uh, develop a spiritual life or to enhance our spiritual life because we cannot 
live the word of God if we don't have it in us, okay? We have got to have that word in there because I know you guys have all seen on television how in other countries people are killed just for having a Bible. They are literally killed for praying, for having a relationship with the Lord and for reading the Bible. So there's going to come a time where even here in America, we may not be able to have a Bible, okay? So we have to have that word, as the Bible says, hid in our hearts, okay? And so last week's challenge, again, was to, to read, try to read a chapter, if not a chapter, something, every single day. So I try my best to practice what I preach. I do. And I have to be honest that I do not read my Bible every single day. I don't. Um, I try to go to BibleGateway.com for those of you who um, don't have a Bible, but I much prefer to open my Bible. I like to read my physical Bible. Um, but I do. if I don't do that, I try to go to Bible Gateway and at least read a scripture or something. Um, this week, I started out good. I'm, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I started out good Monday and Tuesday, I think it was. I, I read my chapter. Uh, Wednesday, I started reading a chapter, and of course, you know how the devil distracts us when we're trying to give uh, some time to our spiritual life. So I got distracted. I can't remember what what happened, but I got distracted, and I didn't finish my uh, entire chapter. And I think the same thing happened on Thursday. So I caught up Friday. I read the chapters that I didn't read. I added those to the next couple of days. So I, I ended up doing seven chapters, which since it was seven days since the last time we were together, we should have read seven chapters. And I, I read either seven or more. I may have even read uh, read more because I kept going on one of the chapters I read. So um, I'm going to try to continue that. I don't know if I will, to be honest, but I'm going to try to continue that. And uh, reading our word actually leads us into prayer. I noticed that too. Um, and so we really, we need to develop a spiritual life in all of this. We have to have it. I, 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 I don't know how I could get through this without it. I know that there are atheists that come to this call, so not everyone believes in prayer and, and reading your word. Um, I don't know how you guys do it, but I'm glad, I'm glad you get through it. Uh, God still has mercy on us, whether we, you know, follow him or not. He still has mercy on people. So... I do hope that that uh, if you guys didn't read a, scrap, uh, a scripture, a chapter, excuse me, a chapter a day, I hope that that you will try to develop that habit because we give our attention to television, we give it to radio, we give it to these perps who are <laughs> perping us. We need to we need to set aside some time and purpose it in our heart to um, increase our spiritual life and to. Um, to give God some time, okay? So that was our that was last week's challenge. If anybody wants to share how that went for them, as I was very honest with you guys that I didn't do it every single day, but I did catch up in the end. So if anybody wants to share how that went, star eight. Hello? Heart? Yes. Did you want to share how, how did it go for you? Oh, you know, um, that's one of the fights I'm having right now. Um, can you turn it off, please? 
one of the fights I'm having right now is um, the distractions, the heavy, um, the heavy uh, war, war for me in California is different than it was where I was before. So I'm having to really fight to keep the discipline of staying in the word. Uh, and I, um, I got my Bible and I go outside and I take it to the beach and everything, but I'm having a fight because I can't even, um, I can't consume and process it, the word seemingly as much as I did because something's going on with my memory. And so I'm having a real struggle there. And um, I thank you for urging us to get heavier into it uh, because it, it's, it's making me fight harder. And I had, I had, I had fallen off uh, and I was the dedicated one in the prayer closet every single day. And now yeah, it's like, yeah, it's when living in someone else's house, with a different regimen, everything is just different. So I'm having to really fight to keep my spiritual ground and keep my spiritual uh, uh, life going. Uh, it's a real fight, but I, I'm fighting. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, you know, we have we have this physical body. I've said this before. We have this physical body that we keep alive with food and water. We also have a spirit man in there that we need to keep alive, and we keep him alive with prayer and the word of God. Um, Amongst all the things that these perpetrators are after, our spiritual life is at the top of their list. They want our spiritual life. Do not let them rob you of your relationship with God. Do not let them um, kill that spirit man inside of you, and that's for all of us. I'm, I'm I talk to you. I'm talking to myself. Like I said, I was being honest. I, I don't always read my Bible, and I know I should. But like Hart said, um, this whole thing is distracting. It's, it's very distracting, and um, and they do do something to you, the target, or I, I experienced the way um, Hart said, is that it is really hard to focus and concentrate when I try to pray or when I try to read my word, but I try to override that because I know now we were talking about technology earlier. That could be technology. I don't know, but it it, it is hard, much harder than it once was, but we have to just override that and, and just keep our spirit life strong. Okay, so that was last week's challenge. All right, this week our challenge is going to be to do um, some random acts of kindness. For those of you who don't know what that is, which I believe everybody does, for just in case, um, I'm going to read Wikipedia's version. A random act of kindness is a non-premeditated, inconsistent action designed to offer kindness towards the outside world. Okay, so you're just going to randomly be kind to someone, even when you don't want to. <laughs> now this is going to be a challenge for me because I, I don't I I just don't deal with people too much. But um, I have to say though that I do, and probably have always done like random acts of kindness because that's just kind of who I am. Um, 
And I think most targets are kind people. And that's one of the things, because this world is so evil and wicked and right is wrong and wrong is right, and they're so backwards and upside down, they don't like kind people. Um, And this, being in this program and everything that these people do, which is evil, it can harden your heart. And it can take you from who you used to be. Now, I was the type, I used to always give uh, money to um, to people who were on the streets asking for money. I was one of those people. I would, I would give money just almost every day to someone just at random. I rarely do that anymore. I rarely do that anymore. Not only do they use some of those people to target me, but I noticed that I just don't do all those random acts that I used to do. And so um, I don't know if that's your experience. Uh, I I still do do certain things, but certain things I want to get back to doing. And and I do know that this program will just kind of make you just rather not (laughs) because a lot of these people you try to be kind to, they end up targeting you. But the challenge this week, again, is to just do some random acts of kindness, okay? Just override what you're feeling and just do some acts of kindness because that's who we are. We're kind people. We're not going to let them change. You know, this whole program is behavior modification. They want to change your behavior. They want to change all those good things about you, you know, but we need to keep those things at the forefront because that's who God made us. He made us kind people. I do believe most targets are very kind people. And um, as I said, that's probably some of the reason why we're targeting because we are good people, and they don't want any good spread in this world. But we are who we are, and we need to continue to be who we are. So make a conscious effort to do some random acts of kindness. So I'm going to read from this website just some, just to give you some ideas of some things that you can do. Um, you can pay it backwards. You can buy coffee for the person behind you in line. You can compliment the first three people you talk to in the day. And, and by the way, try to do a random act every day if you possibly can. Um, so you can try to compliment the first three people that you talk to during the day. I'm going to try to do something like that because I don't, I don't talk to a lot of people. So I'm going to try to come out of my comfort zone. Just be like, oh, that's really nice that you have one today. <laughs> I'm going to try to do that. Ooh, that's probably going to make me sweat. Okay. But anyway, um, send a positive text message to five different people. Um, post inspirational sticky notes around your neighborhood, your office, your school, etc. And for those of you who don't get out very much or are not comfortable interacting with people, you can you can do things online. You know, you can send a text, you can send an email, or social media, whatever, okay? Um, tell someone they dropped a dollar, even if they didn't and that will give them a dollar. Uh, donate old towels or blankets to an animal shelter. I do donate clothes, so I guess that's a random act of kindness. Um, say hi to one person next to you on the elevator. Oh, Lord, I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm sweating. Oh, Lord, okay, I might try to do that one. Um, surprise a neighbor with freshly baked cookies or treats. Most targets probably are not going to do that one. Um, let someone go in front of you in line who only has a few items. I, I will do little things like that, especially when I'm driving. I'll let people get in front of me and stuff like that. Um, leave a gas gift card at a gas pump. 
throw a party to celebrate someone just for being who they are, which is awesome. Um, if you have a LinkedIn account, write a recommendation for a coworker or a connection. Leave quarters at the laundromat. That's nice. Um, encounter someone in customer service. Oh, if you encounter someone in customer service who is especially kind, take an extra five minutes to tell their manager. Now, I do that. I, I do that because because I know that we're so quick to um, to say something negative if we didn't like our customer service person. So when someone is nice, I try to go out of my way to let their manager know that they were nice. I think that is really nice to do. Um, leave unused coupons next to corresponding products in the grocery store. Leave a note on someone's car telling them how awesome um, they parked. Try to make sure every person in a group conversation feels included. I try to do that. Um, write a kind message on your mirror with a dry eraser marker for yourself, your significant other, or family member. Place a positive body image note in jean pockets at a department store. Smile at five strangers. Oh, Lord. Okay, I'm sweating again. <laughs> okay. So uh, smile at five strangers. Um, set an alarm on your phone to go off at three different times during the day. In those moments, do something kind for someone else. Send uh, a gratitude email to a coworker who, who, coworker who deserves more recognition. Practice self-kindness and spend 30 minutes doing something you love today. Give away stuff for free on Craigslist. And I'll say, like, to your local Goodwill or something, give, you know, give some old clothes away. That would be good. Um, write a – well, actually, I used to take my old clothes to um, to a better women's shelter. And I, I chose that because they don't sell the stuff. But that place is no longer around here. So now I take it to the secondhand store. But if you have, like, a better women's shelter – or I don't know, group home or something like that, where they're actually going to give the clothes without selling them. Try try to do something like that. Um, send a gratitude email to a coworker. Okay, we said that. Uh, let's see. If you know parents who could use a night out, offer to babysit for free. Let's see. I'm just going to find a few more. Uh, buy a plant. Put it in a terracotta pot, write a positive word on it that describes your friend on the pot and give it to your friend. That's nice. Um, have a cleanup party at a park or a beach. Write a positive comment on your favorite blog or website or friend's social media. Now, that's nice. That's something everybody can do. Uh, pay toll for the person behind you. Um Yeah, this is what I'm not going to do. <laughs> everyone, everyone, I shouldn't say that. I'm sorry. Um, this says everyone is important. Learn the names of your office security guards, uh, the person at the front desk, and other people you see every day. Greet them by name. Also say hello to strangers and smile. These, these acts of kindness are so easy, and they almost always make people smile. I shouldn't have said that because I should, I need to I need to challenge myself to things like that. So anyway, those are some ideas. Um, everyone, please try to do some random acts of kindness. It makes you feel good. It brings you back to who you are. It 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 helps you to take the high road. 
uh, irregardless as to what you're going through, all this darkness around you, all these people targeting you, you can still be kind. I'm not saying be kind to anybody. Well, we should be kind, period, okay? But I'm not saying go out of your way to be kind to perpetrators who are targeting you. I'm not saying that you pick the person who you would like to do the random act of kindness for and just do it. You can do it anonymously. They don't have to know. Like this article said, you can just smile. That's a random act of kindness, okay? So um, I would like for you guys to document what you do and just share it with us. Share it with us next week, okay? Let's see who is. Hello? Hello? Hi. How you doing, Ms. Donata? Um, my name is Daquan. Can I, I just wanted to share a story with you guys. Okay. Go ahead, Daquan. This your first time calling? Yes, this is my first time. Um, I'm actually new to this um, targeted individual stuff. Um, how, did, how did you hear about the call? Um, I was actually just looking up stuff on the internet. I thought what happened was I thought I sold my soul. Oh. And um, yeah, I thought I sold my soul. And um, I was looking up different stuff. I end up, I end up finding something about covert, um, covert harassment, stalk gang stalking. Mm-hmm. And um, once I um looked that up, I came across this number. And I I I talked. I contacted. I contacted someone named Miss Amy, and she mm-hmm. gave me your name, Miss Renata, and um mm-hmm. gave me your number because I have been trying to call this 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 um this website for. I mean, this um talks you for a long time now, for probably about a week now. Okay. All right. But, um, well, we we are we are here just so you know. We're here every Sunday from um, 12 Pacific Standard, which is 3 Eastern, to, uh, and we're here for about three hours. So we're actually kind of done right now, but go right ahead. I'll give you my number, too, if you want to call me later, but go ahead. All right. Um, yeah, again, um, everybody, my name is Daquan. Um, I never knew nothing about the gang, about this gang stalking stuff or this, or this covert harassment, but um, my situation came from, I guess, I was, when I was in high school, I... Um, I met a, I met a girl, and we end we end up having a child together, and um, um, we got married early, probably when I was I'm 26 now. We got married when I was 22. Um, we were together the whole time of our child. Um, my child is six years old. Um, after that, we moved in together. Next thing you know, a couple months down the line. We stayed in some apartments. I start, I would start getting paranoid in apartments because there's a lot of gang activities in the park. Everywhere we would go, it'd be a lot of gang activity going on around where I was at. Shootings, break-ins. Um, I was getting stalked. That's when I first found out that I was just getting stalked. But I didn't know exactly what was going on at the time. I just thought I was always in the wrong place at the wrong time. And um, I would tell my wife what was going on. Um, I was like, like, man, I think somebody's out to get me. She, she tell me, ain't nobody out to get you. You just paranoid. You're your own worst enemy, and all this and all that. And so I kind of dealt with it. Um, couple, couple months, couple months down the line, same thing happened. We end up moving to another apartment. The same thing happened in the next apartment. Um, every time somebody would come through, or her brothers or anything, stuff would go down over there. All types of crazy stuff. Next thing you know. Next thing you know, I'm always in some type of trouble. Um, to the point that it made me start drinking a lot. When I started drinking a lot, I I got so paranoid. She she would um 
she was like manipulating me and harassing me to the point, and I'm not gonna lie, where I put my hands on her. So once I put my hands on her, it kind of got addicted. We were fighting a lot, um, especially around my child. It made me feel real bad because it, I knew that wasn't who I was. Okay, so, so um, let me just stop you there. So you know now that that's okay. That's not okay, right? Domestic violence never okay. Yeah, that's that, it's it's the worst. It, it, it hurt in my heart. It hurt in my heart. Okay. But um. Next thing you know, probably like I say, about four months back, about four months back. Um, but yeah, like you said, I wasn't right. About four months back, though, I um I was on Facebook. I started seeing a whole bunch of crazy stuff, like weird stuff going on through my through my page and stuff. So, um, I told my wife what one people were coming up to my job were, who were stalking me and all types of stuff. And next thing you know, I and finding myself in New York trying to find work, which the stalking got worse in New York to where I started seeing, like, um, like illusions of devils to where I started seeing, like, illusions of, um, illusions of, um, spacecraft to the point where I start, um, I, I, I thought that something was going wrong. I started hearing stuff through the TV to where the TV struck up and did some demon stuff that I thought I was just going crazy. I thought I was just in hell or something to the point where, um, my father, you know what I'm saying, I tried to um, confide in my father, and he was telling me, you're just going through something right now, you're just going through something right now, to the point where I was getting taunted through the TV so bad, to the point that it may sound crazy till I come to find out my son wasn't even mine. It was another guy from high school to the point where, um, to the point where now, I guess, they're together, this, this, Within the in the past four months, to the point that the guy that we're still married or whatever, but to the point she's with the guy now and their child, which I which I thought was mine, I guess it was for the music or the industry entertainment. Now they're now they're getting rich, and now basically I have to die about it. And it all came from one thing: the gang stalking. And I just wanted to tell everybody that of what it can lead up to, because now I'm. I'm around. I'm paranoid. I can't. I can't really move. I'm not in a position to get a job, being because it may sound crazy, but they open my mind up to a lot of people. So now a lot of people can read my thoughts or hear my thoughts of what I'm thinking. I can't even walk okay, down. Okay, I'm so sorry to interrupt, but can I ask you a couple questions? Okay, you mentioned a daughter, then you mentioned a son. So you have a no, daughter. No, 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 I, no, no, no. I, I meant son. If I said daughter, I didn't mean to say that. I meant. To Oh, okay. Okay, so it was a son, and now you know that the son is not yours. Yeah, and it's not even through a DNA test. To when I went out, of, nope, none of them told me. They found all this out through the TV. Um, okay, well, well, do you do you want to get a DNA then? Because you know that 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 what you're seeing through the TV that's not real. I think you know that. That's not. Um, no matter what they're trying to put in your head, that's not real. So that may really be your child. Um, to the point where she doesn't want to be around me. To the it, that's what I'm saying to a lot of people. My situation sounds real crazy, and I I sound crazy for just saying it. So that's why I don't really like to talk about it. But um, but you but you really don't sound crazy not here on this call because we can relate to this kind of stuff. And I'll tell you, I have heard uh, people who get communication through the television. I, I have not experienced that, so I can't relate on that level. But I've heard it before, so you're not alone with that. So don't um, don't the, feel the like point, you know you're crazy. How, how serious it was that um 
Shaquille O'Neal and um and and Kevin Hart was talking to me and my father through the TV. My father was actually playing sleep. He was he was um he actually knew what was going on, but I wasn't raised around my father. Um, once I started getting stalked, I tried to reach out to him to go get help. You know, because I thought it was I thought it was maybe some gang related activity going on where people wanted to be killed. Uh, I try I start making excuses of everything that would happen. Um, I just didn't, but I really didn't know what was going on. That's how serious my situation was to where they re- they were talking to me through the TV. Okay, so why did you make the comment, or maybe I didn't hear you right, but I thought I heard you say you have to die for this. Is that what you said? Who? Yeah, that's what did they, yes, make- yes. Um, to the point do where, you um, believe that? Do you believe that? Um. Ma'am, to be honest, I I really don't know because um I talked to my um grandfather, my grandfather to the point where I don't even have to talk to him or my stepfather. They talk to me through my mind. Like, well, I talk to them through their mind now. It's I'm it's, everybody's saying I'm backwards. You know, everybody can hear my thoughts. It, a lot of people around me is it's it's real weird. It's real weird. Like um they tell me I took the mark of the beast if I wanted that. I I think um. My grandfather, he tell me that they're trying to kill you. You know, um, we he talked with his hands. You know, um, either the left hand means no, or the right hand means yes. And it's it's it. Trust me, it's scary. All you can say okay, is okay. So you're being tormented, basically. Um yeah. And what you're experiencing is voice to skull with the voices, you know, talking in your head, which is technology they're doing that with. And also, it sounds like telepathy, where they're reading your mind and. You guys are communicating in that way. Um, you don't have to receive that. All that is artificial. You can cast that out. Are you a Christian? Am I a who? A Christian. Do you believe in God? Do you have a relationship with God? Um. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. But that and that's another thing. They 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 try to keep. They say leave the Bible alone. You can't touch the Bible. Or I can't take a bath. Or I can't do this. Or I can't do that. And and other things like I even if I go outside, I see. FedEx trucks following me, the police, the ambulance. Um, every time I walk by, they they throw their sirens on, or they or they um or they start honking their horns, or you might see somebody put their hand in their pocket to signal that I'm coming around. To the point where it's it's the everyone around me, everyone, no matter where I go, is is it, it gets worse. And that's when I started figuring out, like, one time I was in an Uber. I was in an Uber coming from my brother's house. This was maybe, like, a couple of weeks back when I first got back in town um, to the point where a guy, I was asking the guy, can you hear me move your right hand? The Uber driver moved his right hand. I said, I said, then move your left, because I thought that I was just, you know how you think that you can just, it could be a coincidence, but he was, mm-hmm. actually, he was actually doing it, you know. He was actually really doing it. And, um, okay. Just, well, my, my my advice to you is is not to entertain any of that. Okay, all of that is demonic stuff. Don't entertain that. Don't don't play along with them. Don't communicate with them. It's it's all artificial computer demonic stuff. Okay, it, it's not what you want to be involved with. So um, now you need to look for first of all, make your relationship as strong as you possibly can with the Lord. Cast those demons out. In the name of Jesus, you do not have to entertain that. Those are not your friends talking in, in your head. You do not have to give in to any of those commands that they're trying to give to give to you. Um, don't entertain it. Go on with your life. Come to calls like these that's going to keep you encouraged. 
and um and 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 work on strengthening yourself um look up shielding because there are people who have found successful ways to counter this i don't know if lala is here but i don't think she would mind me saying because she shared on this call um when i first met lala some years ago she had like five or six people talking in her head it was it was really 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 bad and um she was serious about finding a way to get that to stop and she has gotten it to stop um and she does hers with magnets so i can put you in touch with her and she can tell you how she did it um but don't entertain any of that do do not play along with it don't believe it i don't care what they tell you that may line up with your life don't don't do it don't do it because it'll just keep breeding more they have your attention so they're going to keep going with it going to keep going with it so Put your put your focus somewhere else. Uh, read your word. You really need to be reading your word. Listen to gospel music. Listen to whatever genre of music you like. But you have to counter that. Uh, go to YouTube and pull up uh, Schumann's Resonance, uh, or you can just type in Schumann's Resonance, or you can just type in the Earth's frequency. And okay. it's a binary it's a binary beat, and it just sounds like like a beeping sound. That will really counter some of that because you have to uh, scatter those frequencies. Those are frequencies they're sending to you, so you have to scatter those frequencies, and you could do that in a number of ways. If you um, give me your email address or your phone number, I can get in touch with you and make sure that you um, – I'll make sure that you get in touch with Lala because Lala is a perfect example of how to get rid of those voices. Because I remember when she had five or six people in her head, and it was it was really hard for her, and that's yeah. gone. All this, all of that stuff that you're telling me, this, this is the same thing I was going through within these four months. But the voices mm-hmm. stopped. Once that stopped, that's when I realized that people knew what I was thinking. You know, the people actually knew to where, to where on the on the radio station. If I turned to a certain channel in Atlanta, it's called 94.5. I turned to it. The guys say, mm-hmm. "Oh, they go Rihanna on the, on. We got Rihanna listening to the radio, like you know, like I sold my soul or something." And you know, have you have not sold your soul. Don't let them put that in your head. You have not sold your soul. And if you feel like you have, repent, ask God to forgive you, and keep it moving. Do not let them people put that in your head. They're probably trying to get you to sell your soul, but you have not sold your soul. You have not sold your soul. This is what they're trying to feed to you. So you have to understand that. And um, I have to find that scripture where the Bible tells us what to think on, tells us think on whatever things are beautiful, whatever things are good report, and I can't think of the rest of that scripture, but I'll find it for you. And if you want to contact me, I'll give it to you. So when they read our thoughts, which I believe that they do have technology that can read all of our thoughts, um, I experienced some of that too. But let them hear, let them read some God stuff in your head. You know what I'm saying? Let them read some scriptures that you're quoting in your head. Let them read how nothing they do is going to ever stop you. You know what I'm saying? Let them read those thoughts, and then they'll go away. You have to you have to constantly counter everything they do. You have to counter it. Don't give it any second thoughts. Just counter it. When you see them doing that quote of scripture, they'll go away. Yeah, that's what I know. That's what I know. Um, I the thing is, I try to stay positive, but when I see when I see how all of it, when I put everything back into play and I rewind my timeline and, and from far back. Time just eat me alive. The word, the word, the negative try to take over, and I try to, I try to stay positive in my mind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
Let me read let me read something from the chat room because this is a good point that Lynn makes. Lynn says, Many who have sold their souls have repented and are now powerful witnesses through their transformation. That is true. There's a lot of ex-Satanists, not saying you're a Satanist at all, but there are um, ex-Satanists who who, sold, who actually did sell their soul through blood rituals and all kinds of stuff, um, and they're on YouTube. They have repented. They are now living their life for the Lord, and they're sharing that information with people. So even if you feel like you've sold your soul, which I don't believe you have, but even if you feel like you have, there's redemption with that. You ask God to forgive you, and you don't let those people put anything in your head at all. Don't let them put that in your head. Just work on strengthening yourself and countering everything they're trying to do. Do you want my telephone number, or do do you have it? You said, Amy, uh, yes, told you about I, I, the talk. I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay, so it's Renata, R-E-N-A-T-A. Mm-hmm. And it's five one zero. Five one zero. No five five one zero. Okay, five one zero. Uh huh. Six eight eight. Six eight eight. Seven two seven seven. Seven two seven seven. All right. Yeah. So uh, make sure make sure you call me because I'll put you in touch with Lala and she'll tell you about the magnets and she actually has some stuff on YouTube about the magnets. Um, they really seem to help with with the with the voices and with and and Lala can also tell you about the television because she experiences some of that, um, and I, I think you'll get a lot out of talking to her. So, uh, so give me a call and I'll put you in touch with her. All right, thank you, Miss Renata. Again, my name is Daquan. Thank you so much, Daquan. I'm sorry you're going through all of that, but just know that you can come out of all of that. You can come out of it. And you will come out of it, okay? And 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 don't let them tell you that that's not your child. I don't know if that's your child or not. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. But a child deserves to have their father in their life. So, you know, you might want to, I don't know, do yeah, some yeah, sort yeah, of that's, DNA. That's, that's the thing. It, it, um, it, it, that, that's, that's the part that kills me the most. That's the part that kills me the most. They even, to the point where they send people, like, on the, on the TV, where it looks like, because I actually, we, went, we all went to school together. You know, she always told me she never had sex with the guy. They went to prom together. But come to find out, is it they, they put people through the TV, like to show me, yeah, they, they say his name through the TV to make it like it's, it's his child, you know what I mean, um, to the point where well, even when I got back, them, um, her mother was like, you got two good parents, Daquan, and, you know, but they were all talking against me. Like, you know, like they were all having, like, secret conversations towards each other instead of, you know, it, it wasn't about me, basically. They were all saying, you know, like, doing being extra nice when I got back, but they never liked me, you know what I mean? Except for my mm-hmm. wife, just come to find out that it was all, it was all a big game. You know, it was, it's, it, it's crazy. I, you know, it, it's real crazy. It's scary. Yeah. Well, when you know when that stuff happens on the television, you can you can turn the channel. <laughs> you can turn it off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do that. I don't even watch. It. I don't even watch it. <laughs> right, right. Be careful what you what you let enter into your mind. Don't receive it. Don't receive it. You know, as far as that in law stuff goes, I have in law situations. You know, most people who are married do. It is just is what it is. You know, you you're strong. I can tell you're a strong person. So just. Walk in that, you know, and just 
just be an overcomer. We all have to be an overcomer. The Bible calls us overcomers, and we have to walk in that and know that we can overcome all of this through God who gives us strength. Yeah, I just, um, you know, because um, I, I, to be honest, I hate to say something like this. I just wanted to get it off my chest because I don't know, because I don't know how, how much longer I have. So I just wanted to get it out there on my chest so a lot of people would be aware of what it, where, it can, where it can lead to. You know what I mean? Because, um, yeah. you know, um, I, I, I used to have dozens of friends, you know, to the point where I don't, I, have, I don't even have nobody to talk to. So that's that's how deep it is. Um, you, so I just I just try to warn everybody, you know, what the thing is, how serious it is. It's very very serious. Um, it, it'll get so serious to the point where you can't get help. You know, um, um, I was being stalked by police and everything to the point I took it to the secret service and all type of stuff. And you know, there there's no help for it. There's no help. Right. We well, yeah. We don't get very much help. Every time I walk out the door for the last 10 years or so, the police are somewhere in my presence. Police, security guards, helicopters, I get all of that. Um, This is pretty common with the targeted people. So just so you know that a lot of us do get the police stalking, I I do and have for years. Um, I get the firemen, I get the ambulance, I get the tow trucks, I get FedEx, I get the airplanes, I I get it all, FedEx, UPS. Um, park police, it, it doesn't matter. I get them all. I yeah, get them all. I get the all employees, all the employees at every store, they like to chime in and stalk me as well. So, you know, oh. it's it's part of the territory, but you, you can get through it. Yeah. Oh, matter of fact, let me give you another example. Right before, I, right before um, it was a, a father-son, um, it was Donuts to Dad. So, uh, um, I went to my son's school. They had it, like, blocked off, and the guy looked at me. The t- one of the teachers looked at me real fast, like, with testing still. So I, I go I go inside the school. Like, my name is Daquan. They start playing, like, little songs for me. I thought they were actually taunting my son. This is before all of this actually started to go down. I thought they were taunting my son. They was they, they played, they made him dance to a song talking about, you ugly, you your daddy, son. Stuff like that, you know what I mean? Um, they, they and and you know what? At, that, like, that, at that point, at that point, you should have spoken up and said, "No, my son will not dance to that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know All what I'm saying? Yeah. Next time, just just stand up and say something. But yeah, they're gonna do all of that. Anything we react to, they're gonna give us more of. You know. So just try not to show any emotions when they do that stuff, and just move on. Take it to God in prayer later. But just try not to react because that's what, whatever we react to, that's what's going to show up in our targeting the most. Now, if we react to nothing at all, they're still going to find a way to target us because we've been put in a program. But they particularly hone in on things that they think you cherish the most, um, any, 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 anything that's going to hurt you emotionally, you know, financially. They're going. These are the things they're going to hone hone in on. So apparently those things that they're really, really targeting you the most, you, you showed some sort of reaction where they say, oh, okay, we can get them with that, so let's keep that going. And the same for me and the same for everybody on this call. That's what they do. But it, it makes me sound crazy just to even, you know, it, it, it makes me sound real crazy. A lot of, See, a lot of people haven't got as far as I have got it. In. I, I, I think I was 
more so looking too fast and trying to figure out stuff. That's how I got in the situation I am now. You know what I mean? Well, I will say, I will say, be careful where you share your story because they will use that opportunity to say, "Oh, he's mentally ill," and we'll put him in the institution. So you do be careful. But on this call, you're never going to sound crazy. Oh yeah, this yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not too much worried about it. You know, um, I just recently, I just recently got myself out the corner because I was, I was stuck in the corner because, like I said, they showed me all type of images. Like they even showed me like stuff to where they had, a, like it was God or something saying you didn't make it into heaven. It was projectors in my house right before I left, you know what I mean? Because my wife actually started playing me like I was crazy, where you didn't make mm-hmm. it to heaven, like showing me stars in, in, in my ceiling. It was, I've been through a lot. I've been through a lot now. And that's because you have a really good chance of going to heaven, but they want you to miss that opportunity. They want you to think that you sold your soul. So there's something really, really, really special and unique about you that they want to make sure that you go to hell where they're going. But you don't have to, and you won't. You know, any all of us should repent daily, you know, for our sins because we all fall short. But you, you you have not sold your soul. Don't let them put that in your head. Please don't yeah, let them put that in your head. They were trying, trying to, to kill myself. Easier. Yeah, they, they, told, they told me to kill myself several times. Don't do, don't, don't, don't do it. I'm not. Not I'm too strong. I, I, to be honest, ma'am, I contemplated it. But I, I'm like I couldn't I couldn't kill my own self. It was it was scary. And the thing about it is, um, I actually gave my stepfather my gun because it was getting serious to the point where I was I was constantly getting attacked. So I gave my stepfather my gun, and I'm glad I did because yeah, if, you did. If, yeah, because I, I I would probably would have did it. You know, I probably would have took myself out. That's how scared I was and. How paranoid I was, but this has been like a month, and I just keep going month to month to month, see how far I can go in life. Um, now I'm just, like I say, now I'm waiting on my birth certificate to see if I can go back to school. I'm going to try to go get my CDL license if they allow me to do that. But most of the time, you know, like I said, my, my situation is a lot different. Even I get on the bus, I, even if I get on the Greyhound bus, the whole Greyhound, it seems like, the whole greyhound know exactly who I am. That's how scary my situation is. That's okay. You're a child of the king. That's okay. Don't don't let any of that stuff. You know they they really they they know who most of us are. They they text our pictures. They talk on the phone, uh, cell phone, whatever. You know it, it's yeah, okay. hand we signals. Can, they do hand signals and everything. Yeah, yeah they do all of that. And you know what? Well, we just learn to co coexist in this evil world. You know we'll be okay. But we have to end this call. Um, you have my number, so call me if you like. I'm going to unmute. Okay, okay. All right. You have a good one now, Ms. Renata. Okay, hang on one second. I think someone may have a question. And then we're going to close. Hello? Hello, Renata. Samantha again. Just, could I have that um, child's name? Um, what I'm getting my spirit that Satan wants that child that they are telling that is not his. And I would like to pray for that child. What is that child's name? Well, um, the person who's speaking is Daquan. Are you speaking about him or his child or his son? His child that they say is not his child. I'm going to pray for Deshaun too. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he wants to give that information. That's up to him. Or you know, I don't know. 
It's up to you, Daquan. She wanted to know your child's name. His, his, his name is also Daquan. Daquan? Okay, thank yes. you. That's all I wanted to add. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, we will be lifting up your um, your entire family. Thank you, Samantha. We will be uh, lifting you up in prayer and your family. Okay. And I hope you continue to come to these calls. So, again, it's every Sunday at uh, noon, which is going to be, what are you guys, are you guys on East Coast time? You're in Georgia. Is that East Coast time? Yes, yes. Oh, no, I okay, think so it's Southern. No, it is Eastern, Eastern time, Eastern, Eastern. Okay. So it's 3 o'clock for you every Sunday. Okay, okay. Okay. And if you want right. to give me. Your email address, I'll put you on my email, and you'll get a notification every week about the call. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going so, um, I'm to I'm call you with, with all that information. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Okay. Take care, okay? And, and stay strong. Don't listen to them. Stay strong. All right. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah, people are really going through some serious stuff. The devil is a lie. We don't listen to, we don't listen to Satan. He's the biggest deceiver. The biggest deceiver, all these people, and that's where I feel sorry for these perpetrators because I say, look at all these people. Satan is deceiving. All these people, it's just sad. I, I mean, I'd rather go, I'd rather be on this side than on that side because we're going to inherit the kingdom of God and they're going to hell, fire and brimstones. Um, thank you all for coming to the call. Remember, this week's challenge is group challenge is to do a random acts of kindness. Try to do a random act every single day. Document and share share with us next week what you did. Um, it's really good to do things like that. It helps us to come out of ourselves to be who we are, our authentic self. Our authentic self is good. We're, we're good people. We're good people. I, regardless, I don't listen to nothing the devil try to tell me. Regardless. I know I'm a good person. I know you're a good person. Okay, so we're going to choose who we want to do our random acts on, and we just do some random acts of kindness. And include yourself in that too, okay? All right, God bless you guys. Have a really blessed week, and I'll talk to you guys next Sunday. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 